0: Welcome to the Game Rage Music Show. that's right you heard it here this is the all gas no trash slash good ass music show asterisk game rage music formerly known as game rage music podcast this is episode number 25 the big two five we've made it we've made 25 fucking episodes of this podcast that's pretty fucking amazing as always i'm josh i'm here today with adam howdy And we have a a slew of topics to discuss. Oh, yes, we do. But, you know, first, I would just like to take a minute to just jerk ourselves off for getting to 20 for sticking with doing 25 episodes of this show. And really, I mean, I'm terrible at math, so my accounting is probably off and we're probably actually deeper than 25 because of the music episode or the review episodes. I don't know if I actually counted those as numbers, but either way. We've made at least 25 episodes. So congrats on us.
1: <laughs> Even though we might be wrong on the math. We might I mean, be at 27. This this could be 27 or 28, but who cares? We still, if that's the case,
0: we have still at least made 25 and we should at least recognize and, and congratulate ourselves yeah. on, on hitting that milestone, I guess. So anyways, for those of you who've been around since episode number one, We thank you for those of us who are just joining us on here today, episode 25 or potentially 28, depending on how you do your math. We welcome you and we appreciate you nonetheless. So Adam, what, what sort of trouble are we going to get into tonight,
1: man? I almost don't want to talk about uh, Coachella, but since Uh it's one of of those hot topics within music. Yeah. You kind of have to. Don't have a choice. And I also don't want to endorse golden voice either by just talking about it. Like, you know, Uh, we're not not technically endorsing, but it's the act of speaking about them. True. And then also I may may be a little bit compromised in that regard because is it possible to shit on an organization but like the people and say the people have to do more with the organization than the organization does? Yeah, I think that's totally possible
0: because for example, not to name the organization but the situation that i had with my car i will shit on the the it's the reverse i will shit on the people who fucked everything up but the organization as a whole in general is not the sum of these few shitheads that actually pissed me off and ruined my good times yeah it's the and then there's people from another version of that. Like I guess because obviously you know, we're talking about cars, so from another dealer that they took care of me in in another way. So you can still be mad at a certain individual organization and and but again, like the people like if the if the car company itself pissed me off, but the people at the dealership were cool and hooked me up and helped me out, I'd still probably go back to that same car manufacturer even though the manufacturer pissed me off. So why didn't you go back to the Dodgers? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you see, because I think it's because I was a young and impressionable boy when that happened. And I think it just it just put a deep seated hatred for them within me. And here's the thing. Here's the thing, though, too, with sports teams, though. It's too late now for me, even if I did truly want to go back, especially since they've won a World Series. I I can't. I'd be a bandwagoner and I don't want to be seen as that. So 20 fucking years ago, when I made that decision to be done with the Dodgers and I switched to the Angels now, luckily for me, basically like four or five years later, the Angels won a World Series. So and that was cool. But I didn't join up with the Angels just because they won the World Series. I got in beforehand, just like with, you know, an, a music company or another corporation that I hate. Yeah, sure. Maybe I, you know, like a couple of bands that they have. So, yeah, I can shit on the organization, but still enjoy the, the, bands. the bands. Just like, again, I could still shit on the Dodgers but still enjoy and like certain players that are on their team. For example, my uh, Ginger brother um that used to be wait, he still on the team? Uh, Justin Turner? His? Yeah, is he still on the team? No. Yeah, no, he's still, like he's on, when, he
1: was on the Boston yeah, Red Sox. I don't go. know what his deal is But
0: now. but again, because he's my Ginger brother, I support him and I enjoy him as a person even though I hate the Dodgers. I can still support him but not like the Dodgers. Yeah. Even though the organization's changed hands multiple times since that event has happened, but again, I'm I still hate the Dodgers. So can't go back. Won't go back. I'm a hypocrite. I know.
1: All right. Well, anyways, (laughs) uh, sorry Sorry for that sports talk. So on the subject of uh, being compromised, possibly. So over the weekend, I was making my rounds of just starting to reach out to people for the Without Censored podcast, which you can listen to on rss.com, which links are available in my my bio, and I think it's also available on It's also on GameRageMagazine.com,
0: and it's also available, even if you don't give a fuck and you don't want to go to a website or look at Adam's Instagram, because God knows you never fucking do, you can just directly go to the source, and you can go to any major podcast platform, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, TuneIn, Deezer, Deezer, uh, shit. Apple Music. You name it. It's fucking on there. YouTube. Yeah, it's on YouTube. So you can go there and just type in without sensor, and it'll come up. So you can listen to it anywhere.
2: Yeah. But anyway,
1: so go ahead. You're making your rounds. Making my rounds, starting to talk to people and figure out what our plan is as far as the future goes for future interviews. Yeah. Because I don't know, man. Now that I got this one, I'm starting to think, hey, we maybe maybe we can meet. We can reach twelve. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I think it's possible. I'm I'm believing a little bit. Uh, so this woman, this person. I mean, I already kind of tipped off a little bit. (laughs) Oh, great. Now they're going to now the Google Hounds are going to be. Who could he be
2: discussing?
1: Yeah. So I've met this woman pretty much early on in my own personal journey with music. It'll be close to five years. It'll be like four years and some change that I have met this person. And I've always talked to them in passing uh, because they're always working events. uh, So always running around trying to figure out. What everybody needs and stuff and so uh she works with somebody else and i know this person to a certain degree as well and he, he'd be good to talk to as well but i just want to start with her because yeah um i think i probably know more about the other person than this person so i thought fuck okay, it, why not find out about this person first because we have less to go on yeah and we could kind of challenge ourselves as far yeah. as asking questions and see what we can pull out of her and I would like to know her in that way as well to just have a conversation at length because, I mean, dude, she has she has some stories and I'm just thinking we got to pull that out of her. So I hit her up and I didn't really know what to expect because uh, I sent a pretty lengthy DM as I quite often do. Yeah, as you as you tend to
0: be quite long winded in the DM <laughs> department.
1: Yeah. I mean, Hey, but you know what, though? I can't fault you for that because I do
0: the same fucking thing. And like, even though, you know, this person, I reached out to people that we don't know that we have no connection with. Yeah. And yeah, I, I do want to try to make it short and sweet, but it's difficult because then you don't know me, so you don't know what it is we're about or what we're
1: doing. So it's, I got to kind of explain it yeah. so that you kind of have an understanding, you know? And I think it'll get easier as we do. Yeah. More interviews, more podcasts that they see. Uh, the website or even the links available for the some of the podcasts that we do and just see the number of episodes that, that we're committed. Yeah. And this is serious and... We do have something of a following in terms of uh, doing podcasting, but shout out, back, get, shout get, out to the Belgians. Yeah, the Belgians, man. I I need a Paul Heyman shirt, but it's Belgium. I'm I'm with Belgium. I'm <laughs> a, a Belgium guy. guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what, man? That might be one of the first shirts we have to make. Yeah. Uh, so, I reached out to her, and I didn't know what to expect because i saw uh man as, as as many of you experience on tinder or any kind of dating <laughs> dating uh app you see the scene and red little indicator thing yeah the text itself and you're just like <clears throat> fuck this is not gonna
2: go well
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah when you've seen when you when it says seen or red, and it's been over 24 hours you can just forget it honestly just forget even forget if it's it. been in more than an hour yeah, yeah just write it off you're done you're not getting in yeah because i mean
1: it, it's uh what is it is it diminishing returns like the, the more times the the more time that passes between the, te- yeah. the text or the message if the person <laughs> even decides to respond at all the more time that it passes by it just seems it's less likely that they'll respond so, yeah i was already worried i was thinking oh man 30 minutes has gone by an hour or i think i think it was probably closer to an hour when she actually responded and uh, I saw her response. I'm like, okay, cool. I got an answer. And it was a good one. So. Uh, oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, maybe that hour was was going and looking at what we've done to see if we are serious or legit or yeah. not just bullshitters.
1: Yeah. And I started with, hey, we interviewed this person that runs the label side of uh, a label. Yeah. Or the management group. Both. The management She's done management and she's done the label side of Cosmica. And that's Lana Mack, who was the first interviewee that we had. Yeah, yeah. So she knows that we're serious and this is not a joke. We got, in my opinion, somebody that was a juggernaut. And for someone like herself, it could be very much akin with Lana Mack, that I see her the same way. So, So she's down to do it. I'm very excited. This is somebody... I'll give a little bit of, a little bit more breadcrumbs, little yeah, yeah. little M M&M and M trail, little we'll tra- we'll trail <laughs> so before, for the to cra- Yeah, before we trap you in a cage and and make do- you listen to the podcast <laughs> and and put you in slavery, like the Pal World video game that I explained, oh. the Pokemons. Yeah, yeah, where you can create a factory and have Pokemon and humans. You could capture humans in that game.
0: Oh, you can't dude. I just started playing that. And it's cool. The only you know what gets hooked me was the literal description said Pokemon with guns. And I was like, yeah, man, <laughs>
1: sign me up for that shit. Yeah, they have guns and everything. Uh speaking of Pokemon, there's there's a Pokemon or there's a Digimon that's just all guns. And its, <laughs> <laughs> and its wings are fucking revolver. It's fucking great, dude. Oh man, that's awesome. It's called Gundramon. Is oh, that's that's dope. It, as if that were any bit clever on their part to, to make a Digimon. They're so like, it's such a low IQ thing for Digimon just to be called directly. What, the, yeah, what they are. <laughs> but at least, at least Pokemon, there's a little bit of cleverness. There's a little bit of wordplay with Squirtle. Yeah. It's like Squirt and Turtle. It yeah. yeah. Work. But anyways, besides the point. Yeah. So this woman works at the Fox Theater Pomona in Pomona, California. Yeah. She uh, is an events manager. Mm. And I'm very much looking forward to interviewing her so we can just kind of get the scoop on, you know, what the course of her experience is. Because I, I already started digging. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I I already started doing some private, private eyeing. I I just, uh, so she didn't initially start out being involved in music. So, yeah two for flinching <laughs> get him get him yeah two for flinching yeah. fucking dog man yeah duke, duke, duke i don't know
0: you picked pick I, yeah. I just went to go reach for my phone and he he must have thought i was gonna whack him or something and he just fucking like
2: like i was gonna
1: just beat him to death
0: yeah he, he goes away so yep nope two for flinching. Two, <laughs> uh,
1: so yeah i did the homework uh so i learned a bit about what i could find and it came to my knowledge that she did not start out in the music industry right away. And this is something that came later later on in her life, yeah. which is great because, you know, I think everybody at a certain point figures out what they want in life or gets to where they need to. Yeah. So much like this, dude, I think when it comes to us doing podcasting, we're doing the work and I don't think we have everything figured out and nor do we have all the answers about True. everything. And we quite we stumbled quite a bit but well it, yeah. it's like you
3: said
0: it's like you said on instagram we're failing upwards failing upwards dude. so that's all that matters as long as we're failing upwards i don't it doesn't really matter how how much we fail as yeah. long as we continue to do the work yeah. and push ourselves up higher we're gonna be failing upwards dude, so I, we need to we need to copyright
1: that <laughs> yeah we do and also that needs to be a podcast maybe we re- oh re- man re- brand maybe the bfn show failing upwards <laughs> failing upwards or I mean if if it can turn it to its own thing. Oh, that's true. Oh, you know what? You're right. But I don't know what it could be. That's what that's the problem. What is failing? It, the motivational podcast or
0: what? Oh, maybe that's what it could be because we, we kind of do that on the BFN show. We do a lot of motivational stuff, so maybe we could remove that cuz that's that gives us enough content to be its own thing really. So maybe that maybe that is the, the Failing Upwards podcast, the motivational it just, it just, podcast. I don't know. I like it. Yeah. And then we could just sit there and yell at people and yeah. like they could send in what they want to be motivated
1: about. And then we could just yell at them to do it. Yeah. We could be Tony Robbins <laughs> yeah. minus the six foot t- six foot seven stature and yeah. Frankenstein build and, 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 you know, minus all the money, obviously. But yeah, <laughs> he's, but you know. he's terrifying. Yeah. I know we keep getting sidetracked. But yeah, anyways, this woman works at the Pomona Fox Theater and again, or the Fox Theater Pomona. Yeah. And uh she's very cool. And again, I've talked to her in passing whenever there's events going on. And she recently did a festival that was called the Color High Who Festival. I'm giving I'm giving you pieces, I'm giving you bread breadcrumbs. So if you end up looking that up, it's it's a festival that was specifically about the people that are the artists not music related, but the graphic design for Poster art yeah. centered around that. I'm just thinking, this is fucking awesome. This is giving the people you probably don't hear about, and fuck, dude, it's even harder to find find out about those type of things, even on Instagram because those people don't even get the credit to begin with, or they're not tagged most of the times. I found people that i enjoy that are graphic designers that make poster art, but you have to look, dude. You have to fucking look. And she already knew all these people, or yeah. She knew most of these people, and I thought that was a. Uh quite a thing to do because as far as she knows there's been things like that post our collection on the east coast but as far as here on the west side not 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 at all so Hmm.
0: So it's kind of a unique event over here on our scene i guess for lack of a better
2: term
1: yeah so i just i'd love to talk to her about that and how it all came together and also I I want people to hear about it so that they make it successful and they attend and you know it continues to grow and it turns into a whole fucking thing. But again, it wasn't as though she was in the music industry to begin with. It true all kind of happened over the course of her lifetime that maybe she just developed the right skills or maybe the right the right experiences yeah. that she put everything fucking together. Right. Maybe like Lana Mac, where she didn't have all the answers, but. For some reason, she ended up eventually figured it out. Yeah, I'd be interested to hear, just like
0: with Lana, what got her to this, you know, to this point. And because I am a shitbag and kind of a gossip, I would love to hear any sort of horror stories about managing events that happened at the Fox Theater in Pomona, or you know, just in general. Just because I, I just like to hear. Drama. I don't
1: want to. Okay, so <laughs> I don't know how. I, I know we still have many things. That oh, we yeah. need to talk about. Uh, well, we got plenty of time, and I don't know. <sighs> I'm not trying to stir the pot or anything or to be controversial, but I understand that women get treated a certain way differently, differently yeah, for better or for worse. Right. But I'd be curious to find out if she's ever had any personal experiences that were not good as far as professional relationships Mm. go. Yeah. Where she's, you know, somebody said, hey, you do this and you do a favor. Yeah. Hmm or some weird situation that you know, it's not right. Yeah. But you can't really say anything or, or you're just like, ah, I don't know But Especially and
0: it's hard too, because if you feel like, fuck man, I'm just a cog in the wheel. I'm just trying to move up. It's like, fuck, do I, do I do this? Yeah. Do I really have a choice? Yeah. Otherwise maybe, maybe my career goes nowhere.
2: Yeah.
1: So it's a, it's a rough situation to be in. Yeah. So I think maybe, cause you know, the numbers dude. I think, one in three women will ev- eventually get sexually assaulted in their lifetime. Yeah, in some way. In some way. Yeah. So it's like, I don't want to ignore that. No, I don't think we should either.
0: I think it's an important thing to talk about. So I thought- And you know what? It's, it's a very important aspect that shapes a lot of women's outlook and a lot of their trajectory in how they deal with that and how that affects them, you know? Yeah, I mean... I don't want to sound like a dickhead, but um, <laughs> maybe I am a dickhead for saying this as a man. But you know, I mean, I just I just feel like that. Yeah, it's an important thing to talk
1: about. Yeah, and I'm. I'm it's not for the sake of. Oh, we're trying to pull this for to Ratings do numbers or whatever. To do, yeah, to, to do numbers or anything like that. This is just to say, hey, this is how it is. You Look, get you do. To, yeah, not to be self deprecating, but
0: n- nobody listens anyway. So it's not, <laughs> it's not like we're gonna get huge ratings off of something that could be considered controversial. Yeah. This is just because it's, hey, this is part of your story or it's part of someone's
1: story. Like, this is the reality of getting in the music industry. Yeah. Is that you get treated a certain way. Differently. Yeah. And uh, I think I think that's worth talking about. Maybe. Absolutely. And also, I mean, geez, juggling between being a mother and also doing all this stuff. And it's time consuming because I remember yeah. her telling me about how much time it took to set up the whole the whole uh, festival thing to have the uh these walls that the artists can pin or clip their art they, to. Yeah. So she, I mean, she was doing that all hours before probably the event started, <clears throat> and probably maybe Shit, got hours. Probably. Yeah. I mean, she's probably doing it. Probably did it for who the fuck knows how long, and then leading up to the event, probably didn't get any sleep or whatever. But and that yeah. and that's with the fact that she has children. So true. What do you talk about? Oh, to talk yeah. About. Oh, yeah. Plenty. I'm I'm looking forward to it. And so
0: anyways, if you Internet sleuths out there, figure out who it is. Do me a favor, because I think this would just be funny. Send her a DM and be like, oh, man, or a comment on something. Say, oh, I can't wait for you to be on the Without Censor podcast. That sounds
1: creepy. No, don't do that. <laughs> no, come on. It's yeah. funny. Oh, man.
0: Whatever. Fine. Don't do
1: that. I don't that know, there. man. I understand that women have had experiences with men that are unfavorable. Uh-huh. But damn, dude, I'm not one of them, man. I'm not one of them. I mean, that's true. Because, you know, it's like once a woman has experienced that, uh, this is probably more of like a BFN topic. Sure, maybe. But. Everything's suspect after that. Everything's suspect. Nobody. I mean, I don't think anybody can. Anybody that grows through something like being groped or being catcalled or something. Your perspective of men probably changes. But. I'm not one of them, man.
0: Like, true, neither true. you. Hey, listen, man, my wife went through the same, a similar thing and, and I had to undo a lot of fucking years of trauma and damage that I'm even here going on 11 years later. I'm still trying to undo that damage. Cause I'm not one of those guys. I'm not the shit bag, but all it takes is one bad asshole
1: to fucking ruin it for everybody else. And, and you know, it's not, uh, how do I phrase it? You, that wasn't your damage. Like that, correct? Was, that yeah, was, no, that wasn't. wasn't what I didn't you do did. that. Yeah. yeah. Now you have to amend all that. Right? It's like, fuck, dude. And because I
0: love her and care about her, I will do that. Yeah. No fucking questions asked. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's hard. It's hard, but you know, you get through it. If you really care about somebody, you'll get through it. And that's what sucks is a lot of dudes that are shitheads are not. They would have just walked away.
2: Yeah.
1: And just been like, oh, I'm not dealing with all this shit. Yeah. So. Well, we went off on tangent, yeah, we did. but uh, <laughs> to sum it up, we have more interviews lined up. Hell yes. I'm looking forward to that, and uh, we'll see when we schedule that. It's probably going to be in March. We already have our February interview set for probably mid.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to come out like mid-February, and then what we'll do is we'll probably schedule we'll probably schedule the third one sometime in maybe the end, closer to the end of February, maybe the beginning of March, just because I do think now that we, because we were just so you guys know a little inside baseball here. Our anticipation was our goal was to do 12 episodes and we didn't know if we were going to be able to hit 12 people. So we said, screw it. Let's just wait and put one out a month. And now that we've done two and it's, it's fucking still January. We've already done two. It's the. It's not even the. Well, it's a little past the middle. But by the time we did the second one, it was already basically before the middle of January. We already got two, so cool. But now it's like it's got to sit there and wait to come out until February because you know if we don't get twelve, then we want to at least say we were able to put out one a month. So I think we should schedule hers, yeah, or this next one for the middle of well the end of February or the beginning of March. That way it only has to sit for a couple of weeks, and then you know we can put it out. So now that we she's, you know, we've got somebody locked in and then if we get a fourth one locked in, we'll we'll schedule that for the end of March, put it out in April, you know, and then go so on and so forth, I guess. So, yeah, so everybody's so so everybody's clear on what's going down.
1: True. So I guess we'll transition over to one of the oh, yeah, one of the many topics we'll probably be talking about for the rest of uh. Rest of the evening. And, uh, it's, it's the hot topic that everybody's discussing. It's Coachella. Fucking Coachella. The event that is hosted by Golden Voice, which is a company that owns the Fox Theater of Pomona, the Glass House, and I don't know how many other places it might be the shrine over by USC. Uh, not quite the, the juggernaut that is Live Nation, but the uh, they have one of the cornerstone festivals in the music industry, which is the festival known as Coachella, that happens at the m the what is it the Empire Polo Club? Yeah, it's out there in like Palm uh, Desert, in- India, Palm Pol- Spring, Pol- Indio, polo that, polo that whole place. area, right? Forget that- the name of it, but the Polo Grounds. Um, so one of the things that captured my attention was the fact that Doja Cat is on <clears> the Sunday set of bands that are playing on, the, on that day. And that is of particular interest to me because of the fact that Doja Cat has been something of a controversial figure within the last year and a half or perhaps more. Hmm, that's interesting.
0: I was looking at the thing you sent me. Oh, go sorry, go ahead. I don't want to catch up.
1: Yeah, so... Just a li- just to list a few things, it has said homophobic things in the past, which might anger a certain community, which would mm-hmm. probably be the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah, um, has also mentioned that she doesn't respect or not respect, but she, uh, she has no connection to her fans. She thinks they're creepy, so it's kind of there's this disconnect. <laughs> there's a little bit of betrayal. that. Yeah. You know, for all these people that she seemingly said she loved or whatever, and uh, you know, thank you for being supportive and all that—that that it was all horse shit and didn't yeah didn't mean all that much. Um, I think left many fans estranged. And more recently, she has been dating a man that is openly racist. <laughs> openly racist? Yeah. Who's the guy? I don't fucking know his name. Uh, let's is he? Who's he racist against? I, I couldn't tell you. But, oh, but he's racist. Uh, yes. Uh, and seemingly, she has also bullied. I don't know who this Noah Schnapp person is. It's either an influencer, or an artist. Uh, let's see. Let me let me just peruse this article just to make sure that I know what this person. Uh, what this person is. I hope it's a musician because yeah. I, I imagine it
0: probably is. <clears throat> so while you're doing that, one of the things that I, I kind of see. So uh, obviously their main headliners they got are Lana Del Rey, Tyler the Creator, and Doja Cat. Yes, but. So like they're each doing, uh, two two days a piece. They're headlining two days, yeah, and they're two- both the same days. So like Lana Del Rey's on Friday, both Fridays. Tyler the Creators on both Saturdays. Yeah. Doja Cats on both Sundays. So are they trying to? You know how WrestleMania does the main of ev- like the main main events on like night two or whatever. Right? Are they trying to set this up since they're like a seven day event or whatever it is? Oh, there's multiple. There's multiple main events and they're gonna perform on multiple nights. So it's it's the draw of oh, Lana Del Rey will be here Friday, both Fridays. So do you think that all Lana Del Rey type-esque music that they could see as being, oh, fans of her type that would like other music like it will probably play on those days on both Fridays. Then fans of Tyler the Creator, oh, anybody they think that would be a fan of a band that's smaller, oh, we're gonna have them play on the two Saturdays. And then obviously anything that's similar to Doja Cat or they think her fans would like, they're gonna play on, oh, we'll put them on both Sundays and then maybe maximize our returns and get people to want to come back again because they're gonna say, Oh shit, if you just bought a ticket for well, can you can just buy a ticket for like the day, right? You don't gotta buy I don't think you have to buy uh, the whole event. Three day weekend. Yeah, you could just buy like one I day. Think you could buy one it's ticket. a la carte yeah. if, if you will Yeah, which that's probably smart because then yeah if they're going to do that shit you could maximize your, your profits and just get everybody to come oh hey they had stuff that I like that I showed up for all the other stuff was similar to something that I would like so they'll get you to show up and then also oh did you finish did you find that before I yeah
1: so this person is an actor uh, trying to see what their thing is I don't know what I can't find like why she was yeah. bullying accused of bullying right. this person. So I can't right. find that, but something of a controversial figure. Sure. Yeah. In the last couple of years, year and a half, right. I guess. Yeah. Hold so- hold it down while I go find out what the fuck's wrong with the cat. Because The cat keeps meowing and I'm sure you can hear it. All right, yeah. Right.
0: Anyway, I think she's I think the cat is in heat. I it sounds like I it. think she's in heat because she keeps looking outside because there is another cat that mm. that's been fucking wandering around. And I need to just I need to get rid of this other cat because I think it's a male. And I think she wants to get. She lucky. wants to bone. Yeah, I think she wants to fuck. So I need to. When when, do, when are cats um,
1: fertile? Shit, I think it was after like nine months. There for like uh, once they're like they're ready to go. So that probably ballparks how old she is. I'm like, or did you guys end up finding out? Uh, oh no, yeah, we still have no idea how old she is. But I mean, I would say that she's
0: because shit, we've had her for three months now, or in the house for. Well, I guess maybe it's like two months, and she hasn't. This is the first time she's been fidgety like this. So I imagine. Oh God. It's probably the f- maybe the first, I don't know the first time that she's been like this. I don't know. I feel like she's going up and then as soon as she comes down, she's going to see me and, jump. and she's going to want to jump on you. Yeah, yeah, probably. Well, no, she hasn't gone up yet. She's still, still fucking around. She's big chilling. Yeah. Well, now she's down up. Now she's down here. Well, anyways. All right. So uh, sorry.
1: Back to the yeah, so topic at hand. I got to say, man, for as much controversy that has been surrounding her, yeah. it makes me curious to find out if the reason that they booked her is because whether people feel a certain way about her or not, um, being a stan, yeah. a very passionate fan of hers, or
2: right.
1: being a hater, yeah. she's been circulating the new cycle. right? So I'm wondering if the reason that she's at the top is because is it really her time or is it because they're trying to capitalize on the drama surrounding her? Oh, I definitely think it's for the drama because, again, as as we've discussed
0: here on many occasions and on multiple other podcasts, controversy, controversy creates, creates cash. Yeah, 100 percent. That is a fact. Yeah. <laughs> and this is this is a prime fucking example of that, because whether it's good or bad, it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't All that matter. matters is it's controversial and people will tune in or show up to see it. hmm. And that's all you need. So, yeah, this could be a reason why. Because look at the other two. Okay, Lana Del Rey. Definitely not controversial. Definitely, I don't want to say this to be offensive, but I would say typical... Uh, box wine girl. Plain, yeah, box <laughs> wine. Well, that is, she's like plain white bread. It's yeah. safe. You you know you're not going to get any issues with that. Um, it's popular. Everybody mm-hmm. likes it. Not spicy at all. It has no flavor, really. But people like it.
1: Uh okay, so man, I'd have to like I don't know about Tyler the creator, but I think he's just kind of a dickhead a little bit. <laughs> just you know, general, he just says weird shit and
0: okay, so there's your like middle of the road, kind of weirdly somewhat yeah, kind and of everybody finds guy. it
1: endearing and stuff. Yeah. So it's not, but he's, it's he's not it's the not con- enough, yeah. he's the
0: controversy that everybody enjoys because yeah. they think it's funny or they think he's crazy or whatever. Yeah. Doji cat, straight up villain. Villain fucking energy. Yeah. And now the cat's fucking attacking me. Um villain energy. And that's honestly, you can't have. It goes back to wrestling again. Y- you got you got a headliner, Lana Del Rey. Your your classic face. Your good guy or good girl or whatever. Good person. Yeah. Then you got Tyler the Creator. You're kind of middle of the road. Maybe he's a tweener. Maybe he can kind of be good. He can also kind of be bad. You got your Doja Cat, full straight heel. up full heel, no fucking regrets, full send on being a bad guy. Yeah. And has fully embraced that.
1: Really, turn against the sand. I would say to her benefit at this point. To, to her benefit. I mean, those <clears> that want <throat> to stick with her are brainwashed enough to to buy into the Kool-Aid. Yeah. And those that aren't are gonna go to the festival and think I hate this bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna go see her anyways. And yeah, that's I'm gonna the, boo. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna that, boo her. That's where Golden Voice and AEG come in, winning because they yeah. bought the ticket. And yep. that's that's and you bottom, showed that's up. The that's the bottom line because because <laughs> Golden Voice said so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a true story. Uh, so
0: how oh, don't bite me, Jesus? Yeah, dude, she must be in heat, man. I think so. And uh, then when she's playful, she's very much where she wants to like. Kind of bite like she does the play biting, but like right now she is attacking feisty. the shit out of my jacket that I'm wearing. My my is yeah. it, short sleeve hoodie, she is just lighting up the sleeve. And when I put my hand to like try to pet her and stuff, she's just like,
1: arr, 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 just yeah, she's yawning, man. Me, man. Keep, keep, keep her in check, dude. Yeah, this dude, is the one time you get to you get to fuck with you're her? Your, this is your your cannonball. We're, we're directing <laughs> your whatever the fuck is going on with you and why you got beat with her. I don't really know. Yeah, but you can uh, you can be settled. So, anyways,
0: uh, all right. So yeah, so yeah, I do. Th- and then also, and then we have the wild card, which which uh, this this really pisses me off. Why? Well, okay, no doubt. Obviously, coming back, okay. this pisses me the fuck off. Why is that? Well, it pisses me off because it's it's this is akin to the whole Blink One Eighty Two to all these fuckers coming back and then wanting to charge. Crazy money, right? I don't know how Gwen Stefani's career is going on her solo run. At this point, I honestly don't even really care. But
3: the fact of the matter is, oh, man, guess who's coming back to Coachella, you guys? You can only see them here at Coachella. It's no doubt taking fucking advantage of us
0: millennials who never got to go see No Doubt, who maybe didn't have enough money Growing up or didn't have parents that wanted to support us in the the bands that we wanted to go see and like, which is, I think, a common theme amongst us millennials. Our parents did not understand our music and did not support us at all in listening to it and being any part of it whatsoever. So
1: yeah, man, Hootie and the Blowfish. Why didn't my parents get it, dude?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so they didn't get it. And so we didn't get to go see that shit. But now guess what? We're all in our 30s and we all have money. And fuck. They're going to they're going to fucking take it for they're going to nickel and dime us for every fucking penny. All these nostalgia acts. I fucking it just infuriates me because you assholes haven't been around for 20 fucking years. And now all of a sudden you guys want to come back around and hey, well, hey everybody who loved this and didn't get to see us. How about you pay us money now? Sure. Granted, I doubt that they're directly doubt. involved. Yep. I have no doubt that they're not involved with the process of pricing at all. No, but I know where this is going to lead. I'm not an idiot. This leads to a new, no doubt fucking tour. Ooh, yeah. And guess what? They're going to blink 180 to us. It's going to be $500 for nose. Oh fuck. Yes it is. And guess what? These dumb fucking assholes, the bands and the companies and the record labels are not also all to blame here. We are also to blame because we are paying the fucking money. Yes. We're stupid. If you fuck faces would just not go, just don't show up. Just say, you know what? I'm putting my foot down. I don't care how bad I want to see them and I once in a lifetime. Nope. If you don't fucking go, I guarantee you A they will probably never tour again or B if they do, they're going to realize they fucked up and the tickets are going to be a lot more reasonable. Yeah. So they're fully not to blame, but they are mostly to blame the fucking uh the bands and the organizations that are putting them back on tour and charging these prices. Yeah. And again, just like with the Blink-182 thing, yeah, I'm I'm I don't think that they actually have a 100% say in how much ticket sales are going for. However, if they were to say, "Hey man, we don't appreciate you bilking our fucking fans." I'm sure they would lower the prices. <laughs> yeah. Cuz guess
1: what? The Taylor Swift shit, dude. Oh yeah. That I mean, people are paying heaps of money oh. and then the side effect is also that the hotels to go see her. on oh tour, god! Bus. That's the other thing. Yeah, it's just like the change. It's just like in Vegas. Whenever
0: there's oh, it's thirty three dollars a night to stay at a fucking one of these hotels, the cheapy hotels, right? But then the second there's an event or a convention, oh, now all of a sudden it's one hundred and sixty dollars a night. Get the fuck out of here,
1: you know? Yeah. Um. Uh, so I think I think uh, Coachella is probably known at this point for doing something like that, bringing a legacy act out of retirement because maybe the money's right. Maybe they got the booking agent to negotiate or something. And no doubt probably has that arrangement with one of the larger. Oh, I'm sure they do agencies that can afford them. Whoever's managing Gwen
0: Stefani as a solo artist, I'm sure is doing this deal for no doubt. I'm sure that's how this happened. And I'm sure Not to, I don't know what the other guys in the band have been up to the last 20 fucking years. That's a
1: good, that's a good question. But
0: I'm sure, I, well, not that I'm, well, I'm sure, but I also guarantee you they haven't been making Gwen Stefani money. And sure, maybe they've been living off of residuals from No Doubt because guess what? I hear that shit all the time on K Rock or whatever, insert radio station name here. Yeah. They play that shit all the time. So I'm sure throughout the country, I'm sure they're getting fucking good residuals. I'm sure their music is still selling or still being played on fucking apple music or itunes so i'm sure they're doing okay for themselves but i know they ain't making gwen stefani money so maybe they're like hey maybe you gotta wet our beak a little bit you went out and did your own thing for the last 20 years and you made a multi millions of dollars pop i don't know how much maybe even in the 100 millions of dollars mark over the last 20 years Hey, maybe you uh, slide a little bit of that our way and you help us out. Let's go back on tour again. We we need some money now. It's been 20 fucking years and we're, you know, we want we want to be able to retire. So let's get our four, five, six million dollar payday each off of this. And yeah, for her, it's probably pocket More, change. Yeah. But for these, but it's not, it's not for her. It's for these guys. And, maybe,
3: maybe. And again, there's know, a dude. part of me that also, if that's the case, there's a part of me that
0: also does respect that about Gwen Stefani or whoever uh, the main draw artist is that brings these guys back together and says, Hey, you know what guys, let's get you some fucking money. Yeah. Cause back then the money wasn't this good. The deals weren't as good as this by far, even if they were charging normal prices for tickets, I'm sure their, their shit wasn't, the deals were not as favorable for artists as they are now, as opposed to back then.
1: Well, I guess years even, ago. even if you're a band that uh, had been around for a minute, if you still have the social capital, True. then maybe you could demand more I mean, money, yeah. Demand more, or you have that mainstay power with, say, Metallica or Guns and Roses or who yeah. the fuck you can even think of. Maybe even Jay Z or oh yeah, those guys. If they went on tour, they probably still oh, still bring us in. Kanye. I mean, I don't oh, even yeah. know the last time he's did a tour, done a tour.
0: Oh, who knows? Well, I mean, he's gonna put out a new uh album here soon, so I'm sure that's gonna result in a tour. Yeah. Maybe even playing at the next Coachella, perhaps.
1: Yeah. But it's funny that you point out that uh Gwen Stefani doing them a solid when she wasn't even she the she wasn't the focal point of the band. That kind of just happened yeah. coincide- coincidentally. Right. Like, the, no doubt was kind of like a whole different thing. But she ended up singing and then it just worked. And they just kept stripping away, stripping yep. away. Because they were a larger band. Yeah. And then it just became a four-piece band, and that's what ended up working. And
0: Yeah, because they were in that ska kind of whatever deal where they had a dude on trombone. They had a trumpet guy. They had a sax guy that, you know, they had like seven, eight, nine people or whatever at the beginning. And then it eventually, like you said, just turned into.
1: Yeah, they were kind of the and I think that happens with a lot of genres where there ends up being a zeitgeist or spirit of the movement that ultimately they're the one. It's not because they were the ones that wrote the best songs or whatever it might be. It, It might just be out of sheer luck. And I don't. Yeah. I mean, just kind of the situation with them, it's she wasn't the reason that the band was together. It just happened to be she was the brother, and uh, rather, she was the sister of one of the members in the band, and it all worked out. And mm-hmm. a lot of ska bands, there was a lot of great ones, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, they were featured on Clueless, and I mean, I think real, uh, real big fish was another
0: one too. That was yeah. on, they were in, they were on basketball. They were the band that played in the uh, like the arena. Yeah, they played
1: out in the in the back. Yeah, but, but they never got to the level of what no oh, doubt was absolutely and not. No doubt, eventually transitioned to, to probably being more pop towards the end of their career, yeah. maybe the middle half and beyond. But they had relics of what they used to do before. But they they lived beyond. Oh yeah, that decade, the nineties. Green Day, the same thing. There was a bunch of punk bands in that whole era. And there there are, I would say, tiers of what success looked like for some of those bands. AFI is probably maybe A-list. A-list. Yeah. But Green Day is... They're S-tier. The, they're the outlier. They're, yeah. the, they're the S-tier. They're, they're the ones that made it. They're the <laughs> ones that got the Grammys. They're the ones... No Doubt is one of them. Yeah. Uh, but that, it's just weird how that situation happens. Anyways, getting back to Coachella thing... um. So I think in the first Coachella, if I remember correctly, because I actually watched the documentary about Coachella, uh-huh. that I think they brought back Jane's Addiction. They were the reason that Jane's Addiction came back for a show. Was, was, was Coachella. Was, yeah, because it was it was like a reunion thing. <clears throat> and they've been gone for a good minute. So I think maybe I haven't been paying as much attention lately, but I think they're probably known for that at that point that they're, that's probably one of the places you can expect to see maybe a band. It's like the Royal Rumble, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you're like <laughs> special guest appearance by somebody you haven't seen in fucking like, 10 years, in 10 years or tw- 15, 20 years. And you're glad to see them because yeah. uh, maybe it means more music. I mean, shit. Imagine, right. imagine if Coachella said they were going to have system of a down with that oh. plant, the idea in people's head that, oh my God, we're I- going to get music or some shit. Yeah. I mean, Jesus,
0: that... <sighs> that would sell gangbusters mm-hmm. that would be and see this other thing though i don't know i don't know where those guys are at in terms of i mean they all did pretty well for themselves i feel like even after um
1: what do you call it yeah darren broke up darren and uh the other gentleman when they made scars on yeah. Broadway. that was and pretty man, cool scars
0: on broadway was fucking good dude yeah. i enjoyed it and yeah okay granted sure it didn't have fucking surge Tankian and singing on singing I like the vocals, Vol- but i like his voice i thought it was great i i own that fucking album uh yeah. that they put out the yeah. one the one album that they did i think they did two, they did two. yeah but I, they fucking great i enjoyed them i supported them but yeah whatever i guess they fizzled out or they made their money and they're like eh, whatever fuck it yeah move, move along move along now guys you know
1: funny enough i mean that's that them splitting up and then Hearing what Search Tankian did and Darren and the the drummer. Yeah. <laughs> it, it sounded like system of a down as if, you know, uh in stereo, like you have one thing, you know, the the guitar on one thing and the vocals in the other. Yeah. But the music kind of was separated in the same way as that like, oh man, I love Search Tankian, but like it's missing. The instruments uh, of System of Down, and you listen to Scars on Broadway. Right. All cool. Like we got Darren doing vo- or vocals and guitar yeah. shit. But it, I'm kind of missing Search Tanking over here. So yeah. It's, yeah, it was weird. It was. It was a weird dynamic. uh But getting back to Coachella itself, man, I really thought, okay, now we're on the subject of bringing back old acts. I'm surprised they didn't go for the meme, the meme act and <laughs> go for Creed, dude. <laughs> like- oh, shit, man. Because there's so much there, there's been so many fucking memes, dude, of the and Jesus, they're so good. The skate the skateboard one where like yeah, posing, yeah.
0: Oh my god, yeah. Or their performance at the at the Super Bowl and fucking what was it like ninety nine or ninety eight? They were at the Super. Oh yeah, they performed at the fucking Super Bowl, no man. No way,
1: dude. I don't believe. I'm they were the halftime show. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to look at that. I'm yeah,
0: it's it's uh, it's when the Cowboys, It's the, it's. I think it was the last time the Cowboys were in the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, because he I, he's wearing a Cowboys fucking jersey, and they have these the weirdest fucking shit going on. It's like these, you know those those people that they have those. Uh, <laughs> ah, what are they called? They're not ropes, but they're uh, they're like sheets, and they hang from the ceiling, and they twirl themselves in them, and they like do shit.
2: Oh, I yeah, forget yeah. what the fuck that's I, called,
0: but I know, what you're, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, it's like a bunch of those people, and they're hooked to them, and they're just swinging all throughout the thing, and it's uh. fucking ridiculous. But yeah, it's it's great, and and like the one meme that that talks specifically about that is <laughs> the guy wearing the new Apple fucking uh, what is it, the like vision? the 3D vision thing, yeah. and it's like. Oh man, he's like, I never was, I, didn't, I wasn't alive to get to see the Creed's performance of Super Bowl or whatever. Or it's like the other one says, it's like, oh man, now I'm going to watch this all the time because I'll just relive the Creed Super Bowl fucking performance in like I was there. Dude. <laughs> it's so, so good. Dude, why didn't Golden Boys pay for that, dude? Oh man. Honestly, I think, I think uh, Scott, what's his name? Scott Scapped the leader. I think he's kind of an asshole. So I, everybody, I think ha- everybody. everybody hates him, dude, because. He did that. He so I don't know if you know this, but <laughs> after Creed, he kind of went out and did his own thing for a little while and was just kind of meh, like didn't really do anything. And uh, the dudes, I think the drummers, the the drummer and the guitarist who are brothers from I, I forget what fucking band it's for. It, it might be Guns and Roses, um, or I don't know. They're these. They're two guys that were from another major band. They wanted to start their own thing, so they needed us, they needed a singer. So they call up Scott Staff and he's like, Yeah, guys, I'm down. So they paid him like a million dollars up front or something to come do this. Mm. And so he recorded one album with them and he was supposed to go on tour, and he showed up to two dates and then no showed the rest of them. <laughs> and they were, they've been trying to sue him for years to get their money back. Mm. And I think that he's generally just like, nah, I don't give a fuck. So, I mean, maybe if the money's right, I'm sure he would come back. And then I think he was, he became a drug addict and then, you know, he did his whole, you know, renewed through Jesus rehab thing mm. again. And then now I think he's, I don't know what he's doing now, but I mean, I'm sure if the money was right, he'd fucking jump on board that, but you're right. That is something that, that people would probably fucking show up for. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's in the works. Maybe that's next year's Coachella. Maybe
1: next year, Creed. For God, the all right. They, they, they should have stru- they should have struck while the iron was hot. True.
0: Right now, I'm calling it next year. Creed Coachella. Hey, fuck, it's gonna be Creed, one of the headlining With arms bands. Wide open. Yep. Oh man, it's gonna be so great if it if that happens. Coachella should just send
1: us a free dude, pass. To go see it. I hope there's a meme moment <laughs> where everybody starts t posing. Oh, oh, that'd dude, be so great. I would love to see that. That'd be awesome. That'd be a true Coachella moment. Right that's there. true. That's true. Uh, so thinking about all this, the roster of Coachella itself. I don't know. I am apathetic towards it. Yeah. On the whole. Um, well,
0: I mean, just even their headliners, right? I'm not into fucking Lana Del Rey. I, OK, no, I do love these sure. artists, but yeah, I just I'm like, this is kind of boring. Yeah, it's it's meh. I mean, who's the other dude? Do- what are our uh, what are our mid card acts? Is there anybody of note, any, what a, what any a, decent mid carters coming in or maybe even some new bands that haven't been around on there
1: uh, getting okay. the nod? okay military gun okay i like them military well, gun is at the very fucking bottom hey but you know what though that's something considering that i mean they made it they uh, yeah for cosmica okay one of the artists that they manage is the red pears they're gonna be there they're gonna be there probably for like the second or actually i don't know how many years they've been there in a row oh, okay but they're they're gonna be there see this is the one i don't get though so they have the Blur, who you might know for Damon Albarn of the Gorillas and okay, yeah, the Good, the Bad, the Queen, and obviously the Blur. Uh, but they're not the headliner for that, for the Saturday, which is Tyler, the Creators. Are they under the, the undercard? Under, they're just under them? Yeah, they're, so they're probably going to be the second to last band. I'm thinking the Blur probably have more of an... Or maybe I'm being delusional. I, I think I'm probably being delusional because maybe Tyler, the Creator, is a worldwide artist. And so the Blur... But also they're well, kind of old, on the older yeah. side. Yeah, yeah. You, got, you gotta you gotta realize who the draw is. Yeah. Who's the main
0: fucking draw on that on those days? And yeah, it's probably him, probably Tyler the creator. Uh
1: so one man I'm really happy that they ended up getting for um I'm not sure what day it is. I can't seem to find it because the when when they when they post this on Instagram, the font <laughs> is already so, like small to begin with uh, because they gotta list off all yeah. 30 bands or whatever the fuck is going on for each day. But there's this band I love which is I think it's afrobeat afro jazz type of music. They're called Coco Rocco. Mm. I never got to see them because uh before and I actually don't know if they've been back since the pandemic cuz I was I was supposed to go see them at this place called the Bootleg Theater uh in 2020 just before the pandemic or no, it was actually during. I think mean, it was like May May of 2020, so uh because of the everything in March. March oh okay yeah the pandemic was starting in march right so well technically
0: it started in december 2019 but they didn't really start doing shit
1: till like i think a march march or whatever when they started doing the lockdowns yeah uh so this band was supposed to come out here but i don't know if they've actually been back since to come back to california but seeing them on the thing um it makes me happy for them because it's like okay cool now you're out you're you're at that point you're in Coachella you guys are doing all right for yourselves yeah and to me it's a little disrespectful that they're kind of at the bottom of the roster for one of the days I can't find out I can't see where they're at but that is a band a live band that you would want to see because I think it would get a lot of people moving there's certain acts like you could tell that they would get I mean DJs can do that where yeah they can turn people up this band I think would get a lot of people moving, but they're on the lower side because, you know, they're not Tyler, the creator or, and all that jazz. Right. But, yeah. Um, so I don't know if I have anything else to say about the roster itself. Other than I think it's kind of pedestrian. I was actually thinking one of the what? <laughs> Nothing. Just the way you said that. I just think it's kind of
0: pedestrian.
1: Because <laughs> it, it sounds true. like an asshole. It, I hope, it does. I hope.
0: It it does, yeah. and I thought that was funny. I I yeah. got a good chuckle out of that. Yeah, which sounds quite pedestrian. Yeah,
2: <laughs>
1: um, yeah, because there's 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 an act that I think they're not exactly like Coco Roco, but they have similar tendencies, aspe- aspects yeah. to their music alongside Coco Roco, and I think they have worldwide appeal. And for whatever reason, they're not they're not in it, and that is the band Salt, the enigmatic group known as Salt. We know one of the members is this uh solo artist known as Cleo Soul, but as far as like the whole group itself, mm-hmm. don't don't know anything about that. So I thought, yeah, you know what it, it is kind of a mystery why they're not at Coachella when they're such a great band. They got great music, they've been featured on all the radio stations, they have the cachet, they got yeah. the uh, man, I was I was gonna go full Dusty Roads, but I can't think of any lines to to get into that voice, dude. <laughs> oh, you got it, baby. You you couldn't buy it, you couldn't sell it. You, are it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um- so here yeah, we don't need we don't need to buy
3: the milk anymore because we got the cow right here baby
1: <laughs> i just made that up yeah i, don't know if that's I was like let's, let's see how let's see how incoherent we can get with our dusty roads voices dude <laughs> <laughs> like we could literally say jargon and maybe it might come out as a good promo. hey ready savage did dude. hey man it could work yeah so uh this band saw i mean i wanted to see them this year on the lineup but it didn't happen i'm thinking dude it would be one of those things that can uh, coachella itself can hang their hat on to say they have all these great moments of music and yeah. to steal that from every other promotion every steal that from live nation like hey we're going to pay you 10 million dollars for you to reveal i know that sounds like a sure yeah it's probably uh, ridiculous but it's, it's a bombastic number but it's to say that the right amount of money they can buy that moment where Salt, because they, they, the way they do it is they put like a giant sheet or wall. Yeah. So everybody else stays behind. Oh. So they, they re- remain anonymous in that way, right? Uh. So what if they just pull the curtains or the, the wall back and then they just reveal the whole band at Coachella? Because that, that would be, this is something that's been brewing for quite some time. for Coachella to capitalize on that. And, you know, to further cement their relevancy to music itself, like they should have yeah. had this band. I
0: don't know. It's maybe, very strange. Well, Maybe they're not. Maybe they're. Uh, what is it? Are A&R people or whoever fucking does that for Coachella? Maybe they're not hip to this or maybe they don't fucking buy into it or they don't believe in it. And hmm. maybe this is where Coachella has dropped the ball. Now, maybe the evil empire of Live Nation will fucking come in and say, hey guess what we got an idea let's (laughs) let's do that let's do the curtain drop and man i can see it happening where they play in front of this curtain and then like right at the end before the last main event song maybe some pyro goes off and you just drop the curtain and then they play the last song fucking with all them
1: full yeah that would be cool
0: epic right yeah but now they Coachelle fucked up, and they're, they're not gonna get up. to do they, that. They
1: they missed it Because now it, yeah. the
0: the guys from Live Nation that the lawyers that listen to our podcast since we talk shit about them, yeah. they're gonna go back tomorrow, hey, but, and they're gonna be oh like, my God, write that "Hey, down, write that down, you guys, you guys. We <laughs> we gotta get this fucking band and go back here, go to this podcast. This episode will have many more downloads from L A. Yeah, because they're gonna all be listening to it, saying, yeah. OK, we gotta do this. Yeah, we gotta fucking down, do this.' <laughs> and you know what? As a matter of fact, let's go get a patent or something for this, so these guys can't say that we did it.
1: Let's go uh, ahead and oh man. <laughs> And maybe, maybe this is something that's already in the works, but yeah, maybe. Now, now we can try to transition to the next topic as far as Coachella goes. This is a subtopic. Subtopic of and Coachella. It's virtual reality. Oh, yeah. All right. So my, I've been thinking about this over the weekend and in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, there's always going to be a limit to Coachella itself. And it's because of its the spatial capacity for how many people, how many attendees you can have at True. an event, right? Yep. So in order to maximize the amount of money that you can make. Yeah. It makes sense to me that there has to be investment at this point for Golden Voice. And I guess AG, the parent company start looking into uh, I guess at large, because I think AG also owns the Kings as well, that Mm -hmm. maybe they would want to experiment with doing virtual reality where people can put on their Apple pro vision or whatever the fuck, the new headset that's coming out and be immersed in the game itself and feel as though they were at the game. Holy shit. Yeah. So that's such a fucking great idea. Cause, cause then they don't have to actually be there and not to sit next to anybody and they can be as close as they want to and pay the money. Well, think about this. Okay. You could literally have
0: four people in the audience. You, you own the team. So you, you set aside four seats where one of them is going to be a camera guy and it's, he's just going to be filming in this 3d, whatever fucking shit that you can do now. And he's just going to be filming it. And then you as the the person who wants to see the game. Obviously, I hate fucking bringing this into existence, but we've already done it. And we know it's this service as a subscription model is fucking how it is. So, hey, you know what? For $20 a month, you can go to every single King's home game and you can sit in the comfort of your home. and You can put on your little 3D goggles and you can be like you're at the event at glass seats for 20 bucks a month? Shit, I'd do that. And what
1: what if they just <clears throat> put like webcams on the seats or something?
0: Oh, you could even do that. Yeah. You wouldn't even need to have a guy there with a the fucking camera. You just have some I, I don't know if the technology exists in the size of like a webcam for to capture 3D so images. You, yeah, I don't I don't know about that. But, but I'm sure that there is something that exists that right. they can capitalize on and utilize that would pay for itself in spades. I'm sure the first two games you did this, you would pay for all the investment of infrastructure you had to get yeah, for fuck just off of the subscriptions that you could do. Or if you want to be an asshole, don't even do subscriptions. Sell them for 20 bucks a game. You can sit front row and watch it on your fucking VR headset and shit. That's hella cheaper than paying for a front row fucking ticket. You could do that at concerts. You could do that at baseball games, football games. And again, like you said, even though the stadium is limited in capacity, the internet is not. So, your audience because again maybe not every football team or every baseball team but okay the big ones the like, big ones yeah okay the cowboys there's so many assholes that are cowboy fans that don't live in fucking texas you'd be capitalizing on making them fucking pay money to sit there and watch a game same thing with artists okay if you're on tour and shit uh who was it there was some fucking some oh hailung they, they didn't come out to the West Coast. They did the East Coast and they stopped at like Colorado was the last. And we th- I was like, man, we should fucking maybe go to this experience this. It probably wasn't worth it for but, them to, oh, to pay for it. It probably wasn't worth it because of the amount of the venues that they or the amount of money the venues probably wanted out on the West Coast. So they probably said, fuck it, we're not going to do it. But what would have been great is if they had this ability, you just have one guy with a fucking 3D camera and or doing whatever it is that he's doing and you sell for $20 for the show you're here. You yeah. can experience it as you're there. And the technology as far as what's at home yeah. has become a lot more prevalent. I think COVID really made VR headsets a thing because people wanted to do shit and you couldn't do shit so what do you gonna do? You're stuck at home. Oh fuck, let me buy this VR headset. Yeah, it's 300 fucking bucks, but hey, whatever. Let me buy this Meta Quest 2 or this Oculus Rift or shit. PlayStation has their own PS VR fucking 2. They have their own fuck. They have their own thing now. And shit, you you pair pair that with the spatial audio 3D headsets that that you can get, and, (laughs) man, it's literally almost indistinguishable from you being there. Yeah. And, you know, that's something that I think is a very novel concept that if these motherfucking companies don't take advantage of it, fucking huge
1: wasted opportunity. Yeah, and I think the primitive version was seen over... Like Twitch, right? They did it on Twitch or... Well, like I just COVID. mean during the COVID times, yeah. people were experimenting and doing doing right. things and it wasn't all that a little big. It wasn't all that great, right? Yeah. But now it feels more likely than ever because it seems that there is a big push for VR and I think that's the next step for Coachella is expanding possibly towards other countries to have the brand be in other continents. Yeah. It also because, uh, yes, I do understand that they have the live stream for the event itself, but there's still a point of detachment that you're not there. You're like, you're not immersed. So it's like the the thing that kind of breaks those barriers would yeah. be VR itself. Too.
2: Yeah.
0: And we're getting into this. Uh, obviously, our t- technology is transitioning into this, uh, for lack of a better term, the Ready Player One type. Technology where you are in the shit, you're immersed in it 100%. And if you you have enough money, you can essentially be there in the game or in the event or whatever. Yeah. And, I mean, honestly, with, with them doing these events and the pandemic just proved you don't have to have people come to an event to make money. You can do shit in other ways. And this is another venue. Now that people are still coming to the events, well, all the people that couldn't get tickets, oh, guess what? Hey, you can still experience the event through your 3D fucking headset. All you got to
1: do is just pay the $19.99 or whatever and, and it, it, click would, it on. It would be valuable in the sense that if you're paying 20 bucks and you get to stand on the front row and you feel like you're in the front row. Oh, yeah. shit. That's way better than fucking it, paying $1,000. But absolutely. for the people that want to pay a $1,000 sure. to go, they can they still can, do it. They can still go. Yeah. And think about this, too. Okay. You are paying if you're an event
0: organizer. You're paying outside of Live Nation. All right. You're paying the venue. You're paying for this. You're paying for that. And the other, right? Well, all of these tickets that you're selling that are the 3D virtuals, guess what? You don't have to pay shit to anybody but yourself. That's a hundred percent profit. You, yeah, okay, sure. Maybe the bands are gonna get a cut as part of the overall whatever, but you're not paying a venue for the seats. You're not paying a venue any the venue's gonna get no cut of that money. The uh what the 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 merch, you can just sell that online and the people that are you can have a special store that pops up. Mm for the people that are all on the 3d shit and you, they can just go to it and they can buy whatever you can still charge $40 for a t-shirt. Like, uh, was that the fucking, the, the live event that we went to for WWE? You can still, char- yeah, you normally charge $19.99 for this shirt, but you can charge double cause you're here at the event or double because it's maybe, Oh, it says, uh, we were here in this city and did this. Oh yeah. You can charge that. Yeah. You charge that fucking amount. Oh, I saw it live on fucking 3d headset or whatever horse shit you want to do. You can do that. People will pay it, pay for that. And I think it's a huge opportunity that they have to be fucking looking. There's no way there's no way that they're not looking into this.
1: Yeah. Quote quote us when in the future, when we said all these things and it, it actually fucking happens. And I just,
0: just for the record, if someone from golden voice or someone from live nation or somebody actually listens to this and then goes and pushes it, I don't even want any money. I don't give a shit about that. Just say, Hey, these guys over here, Had this great idea of a business idea that we could do to make more money. And fuck, for some reason, nobody over here thought about it. So just give us the credit. We don't even want any money. Just say, hey, these guys, just just shout us out a couple times. That's all we need. Yeah, just wash our balls. Yeah, wash our balls a little bit. We don't need any money. Yeah. We're not dickheads. But man, such a fucking great idea. Such a vast amount of money can be made.
1: Also... I think it'd be so to to apply this to on the greater scale. Yeah. Uh and maybe I, I don't know how this would work but I would love So we know that Golden Voice owns multiple venues, right? Right, yeah. And maybe there are other smaller companies that own a few venues and such. Sure, yeah. I would love to have some type of situation where I can have maybe some kind of Twitch stream where um maybe I pay Ten bucks a month or something, or maybe fifteen bucks a month to watch live streams of bands like a like a like a twitch channel, yeah, I could I could watch the telegram ballroom and see what bands are playing there every single night, yeah, uh or it may maybe it's smaller independent venues that decide to do that where I could just see all these great bands and not actually have to be there. It also contribute to them so that they don't have to worry about, uh man, I don't have enough people coming out to this venue in person, so I don't fucking know if i can fucking make money all right you you have struck a gold mine of an idea here mm. okay so because we
0: are an actual business maybe we should go to some of these small venues and say hey you have these bands here that potentially have a a, heart, a larger reach than just local in southern california but no one's going to come out to southern california like they're not going to come from fucking canada or fucking england or wherever these bands maybe that they happen to be from so why don't you fucking do this you let us come in we'll set up the infrastructure temporarily for whatever bands you want to do this for we can try it out as a trial basis see how much money we make and if you think this is something cool then hey we'll set up a permanent setup in here and you can do this for every single band and you just do it through us and then now we wash our own balls with fucking getting a little bit of money and also helping out bands have their fans that are in other countries or anywhere else. See them. For example, if we did live shit online, I'm sure the Belgians would love to watch it, but you know, they wouldn't, if we did like a live show somewhere, they're not going to come to fly out here to see us. Yeah. Same thing with a lot of smaller bands that are, you know, kind of on our level or even maybe a little higher yeah. than, than us. Their, their fans aren't going to fly out just to see, just to pay the $15 to see them at a fucking thing, but they'll pay $9.99 to watch their performance on Twitter or twitch or fuck we don't even need to use twitch we could i mean we could do that at first but we could make our own fucking internet host thing and just do it ourselves yeah and then just sell the sell the shit through that and then we're not paying and then nobody's getting paid except for us so and then obviously the bands get cut and stuff but yeah
1: i don't know how i mean i'm not even imagining like the legalities of all sure, that shit yeah. but that's just this is all kind of nebulous and just throwing shit out there yeah for, for the sake of going hey, shit Kennedy, out there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, coming up with the original concepts, but yeah. Go yeah. Ahead. But yeah, no, I,
0: and yeah, who knows? I'm no expert on what the legalities of this would be or any of that stuff, but as long as you could get, and maybe it would take not even going to the venues at first, maybe it would take going to the bands and saying, Hey, we will give you 50% of whatever we make. We will go in, we'll come in, we'll set up a camera, we'll film it. We'll sell tickets online to people to, to view this stream. And whatever we make, we'll just split 50-50 after the cost, obviously, of, of doing the event or going there. But after that, all the profits will just be 50-50. And then maybe we you know get a couple of bands on board that are down. And they'd have to be independent-type bands so then we don't have to worry about fucking managers taking a cut or fucking agents or any of this other horseshit. Labels taking a cut at first because then that's how we'd just get drowned in fees and then we'd make no money. But if we did it with some bands that were unsigned or had somewhat of a following but weren't do, doing dealing with that in person, we could yeah, maybe that's where we could start and do something like that. Yeah. You know, cuz I mean that is a great fucking idea. I don't know I don't know why. Maybe I should delete this whole portion from the podcast and so nobody steals <laughs> this.
1: <laughs> no, okay, look. Even <clears throat> if we bring these things up, it still takes somebody to do them. Too. That's true. That's so, true. So who's gonna do it? Yeah, fucking do it. See what yeah, happens. Yeah, go ahead
3: and
0: fucking do it. We'll we'll, we'll do it and do it better since we came up with the idea.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, true. So I mean, we kind of uh, went off the rails for just I mean ideas and shit. But oh, for man. Coachella, yeah, I do believe that that maybe the demand is gonna grow, and they're not gonna have the space to do it. I don't even know where they would do it at that point. Uh, do you know how big the actual turnout is? Venue is like how yeah. how many people it could support. I don't know. I actually don't know. It's a good question.
0: All right, we'll keep talking. I'll, I'll see if I can
1: find any information. Pull up the numbers. Hey, hey, Jamie, pull up the number. Jaime, pull up the numbers. We need, the, we need a Jamie. God damn. Uh, so yeah, uh, maybe. I mean, dude, or maybe is it one of those scenarios that Coachella is? It can only happen in the desert in Southern California. That's the only real setting for it to happen. Do you think? Do you think? AG Golden Voice would be so naive to just leave it at that and just maybe charge more for their concerts or do you think there will be pushback from the fans themselves I think I think that if
0: again as we've seen with everything and video games are a great example of this not to go on another tangent but it's it's the pricing scheme every new console generation the games go up $10 right yeah it's horseshit and everybody bitches and complains but guess what everybody pays it because you want to know why Eh, that's just $10 so if they introduced it slow and slowly ramped up the price, I don't think anybody would. Yeah, people might bitch and complain the first couple of years and maybe even the first five or 10 years. But if you upped it $10 a year or $20 a year, whatever, I mean, after 10 years, yeah, you're only making another $200, but who knows what your profit margin goes up to times 20,000. It's a, this event that the, the acre, the place that they do it at. It's 20 fucking acres. 20 fucking acres. It's 20 acres. It's a 20 acre private estate specifically used for special events. Okay. So I would imagine the. You said 20,000 people can attend. Well, no, no, I didn't say I don't know the numbers, okay. but. The Empire. Wait a minute. It's got to be around 50,000, right? At least. Oh, it's got to be 100,000. Probably Empire Polo Club size. Wait, maybe that was the wrong thing. Oh, that's <laughs> North it's 1,000 so. acres. The Empire oh. Polo Club is 1,000 That was the Coachella Valley Event Center, which I think they do some portions of Coachella at that. The Empire Valley... So it, what did you say it, it was? It was the... Wait. How many acres? When I Googled the, the Coachella event location, it's, it comes up with the Coachella Valley Event Center, which is in Coachella, but it's only a 20-acre event. But when you Google... Where is Coachella held? It says it's at the Empire Polo Club. Empire Polo Club, yeah, I think. Which it's, which is a thousand acre polo club. Thousand acres, okay. Yeah, it's man, that's that's fucking huge. So man, they the, the so so okay. So if Coachella only took twenty, let's say twenty acres of it, maybe that's what they're getting at, is it takes twenty acres of it. So how many people can an event hold in 20 acres?
1: Well, why don't you just ask what the attendance of Coachella is? Oh, yeah, that's a good idea.
0: Well, <laughs> I was going to say, well, I want to know what the max
1: you could probably put. Oh, to okay. like
0: squeeze in. Yeah, 20- okay, 2022 Coachella. Let's just do 2022 Coachella. Uh, What? Attendance numbers. Sure. Oh, is it 100,000? Is it it, no, it's, it's much more than that. Oh, geez. 2022 edition of Coachella. 6-day annual run drew
1: 750,000 people over the 6 days so it's or 7 days. So it's 325 or wait, hold on. No, so then it would be 100,000 people, right? for each for each like day. Like
0: 100 100 like 10,000 per day if they could probably fit.
2: Yeah.
1: Because
0: I don't I doubt there's no way they could fit. Okay, half yeah, it of says okay, it says 125,000 is the event for capacity, each day, right? for yeah, per day.
1: 125,000
0: yes. So, but they sold 750,000 tickets. So, It says the daily. Oh, shit. So there's. okay. so there are multiple locations that they do this at in the area. So within the thousand acres. Yeah. So there's. Yeah. Because the way they have it set up is there's multiple different locations and there's like. Yeah, it's like it's pretty big. The. Coachella, total acre. Okay, the total acres that they use are 333 acres of that thousand. That's what they totally use. Uh, so Burning Man uses 3,866 total Damn, acres. Like, yeah, that's huge. Uh, Glastonbury that's the one is the it. next highest. That one's 1,600 total acres. But yeah, the Burning Man's probably, it looks like it's the highest. It was
1: 3,800. I wonder it? how many people attend fucking Burning Man. Jesus Christ. I don't know, man. But it's out in the open. So it's like there's not really. Capacity, right? I mean, there would be none essentially.
3: God damn, that's it.
0: Burning Man attendees are. <laughs> wow. Okay, that's funny. Burning Man. Uh, the cumulative maximum authorized population for the event is 87,000 attendees
1: for mm. Burning Man. Yeah. That's crazy. Anyways, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It makes me question of the future as far as when the event continues to roll out in the coming years that yeah they will probably start maybe maybe they don't let more people in but they just raise the price to make a little bit more because well you know i mean well not to
0: not to go on another tangent but burning man would be smart to do that because the people that from the horse shit that happened last year with the fucking rain and all that oh the mud yeah the people that are scared to go back or not even just scared to go back but scared to maybe even attend if you did a virtual version oh i'm sure they'd
1: they definitely pay the money to do that. Oh, yeah. I, I, I did something like that. They had they had some... There were individual people that were part of Burning Man mm-hmm. that did a virtual reality thing. That was oh, part so, of, so that they was were like of. going around or like what was that? So, I, okay. I don't know if these people worked directly. I think they did work directly with the organization of Burning Man itself mm-hmm. because they made an official app. And it was a virtual reality world and everybody had their camp and oh. it, like it, it was almost reflective of the event the, itself. The re- yeah. yeah. But of course it's super poverty and it, it can't be done well to the to the point that it's realistic. Right? Yeah. Right. But I was involved with something like that and decided to quit because, uh, I felt like I was getting taken advantage of full disclosure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, shit, fuck that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I think I have it on my. If you scroll all the way down on my Instagram at All Gas No Trash, yeah, official. you'll see like an advertisement because they they got they got um, Robbie Krieger from The Doors as a guitar player, and I think the guy that I think it was also the person that wrote probably most of the songs for The Doors, uh-huh. or a good portion of the songs for The Doors, and yeah, and I think those retros. Well, obviously, I brought that band in, but. Um. Yeah, I mean, I can't think of other artists that were of note, but that was a whole that was a whole fuck. So they just did it
0: wasn't the event itself, but they had extra bands that weren't at the event performing in a digital space, right? Is that what it was? Rephrase that, or not rephrase it. Repeat it. Yeah. So the bands that were on this digital app version, it wasn't the actual bands that were at the event.
1: No, it was like a pre-recorded. So they would have. Video, yeah, okay, and it would be projected quote unquote projected on this thing like a green screen. And then okay, you could watch the thing in the, the virtual reality, so you would have like an avatar oh. and then you would go to some specific location to watch this artist play. Yeah, it was just a pre recorded set or whatever. Yeah, yeah. it was a pre recorded set.
0: I mean, that's still cool. I mean, shit. okay this would take probably a a video game developer to really fucking come in and actually make this world legitimate. But if you could do that, you don't even have to be burning man. You don't have to be Coachella. You could just be fucking game rage music festival. And you come in and you put in fucking, you make this little virtual set and stage. People can make their avatars do whatever. Yeah. You pay 10 bucks a month and you can come in every weekend. We'll have pre-recorded sets of bands that you can watch live in this world. You can interact with other fans or other people. That would be something to maybe really look into as well.
1: But that, that would take a lot of resources to make yeah, to make Fortnite it look legit, at least. Fortnite has done something like that. Uh-huh. Where they have the Fortnite Coachella collaboration. And you can go yeah. visit this virtual world. And there'll be like four or five stages. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can go watch the live streams of coachella itself in Fortnite, but it's kind of like yeah. it's whatever i mean i don't i'm not that invested right yeah it's sure. still
0: cool but i mean if you were able to do that with maybe some smaller bands or something like that that'd be cool you could help highlight them and you know maybe people that were interested yeah. in just finding out about new music throughout the world yeah because you could you it wouldn't be limited to wherever your location was you could be and that, that would be that was kind of what i'm saying like okay uh gold not gold, well, golden voice but also even live Nation a lot of bands are located out here in southern california so even if you just set up a sound stage and you just said okay cool you guys are going to come and record some sets and then you just do a virtual festival and i'm sure that's probably been attempted before or or done i'm sure yeah. it's not anything new but i mean if you were of that ilk with the resources to do that why wouldn't you because then you'd make so much money you would just have to pay the bands their whatever one set fucking rate, and then you're done. And then you say, cool, see you guys later. And then you put it up and then it's out, you know, and then you have people attend or whatever. And
1: yeah, the selling point could be maybe they introduce like a new song. Yeah. Or play unreleased music. And that would be the incentive for people to come out that it only happens in this setting. Right. Yeah. Um, But yeah, there, there was somebody that did something like that. Uh, George, good old boy George Clanton, mm. uh the artist that I showed you a couple weeks or months yeah, yeah, ago, yeah. Uh, the weird vapor wave rap right. type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he hosted his own event called 100% Electronica Fest, and it was something of that, uh, something akin to what yeah. you were describing. Yeah, all right. But smart. Yeah, but again, it, it's we're not we're not quite there in terms of virtual reality. I mean, it's still a long way to go, but I think definitely that's where things more than likely are heading i mean shit dude who the fuck knows when it comes to what what will what will humanity look like in 10 to 15 years will will the world be on fire and then we'll have to stay in our fucking houses and we can't (laughs) go can't go to fucking coachella and the most that you can do is just stay at home and put on a headset and and just pretend pretend the world isn't burning around you pretend you're watching creed uh, yeah, at in, the, Super Bowl. the 99, 99 <laughs> 90, Super Bowl. 1990, whatever.
2: <laughs> maybe I gotta, I gotta look that up just
1: to fucking be sure of what the year was. Maybe beating up your your POW world fucking Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doing slavery on them. Uh let's see. All right. Well, so we're on so while we're on the subject yeah, okay. of the Super Bowl, because there's been Uh, I don't know how many people. I I feel
0: real quick. Okay, so they did it. It was at
1: the 2001 Super Bowl. 2001. Okay, was when they performed. It was was 9/11. Yeah,
0: it was. It was just just, no. It was before. It was pre 9/11. Pre 9/11. Okay, because that was because that was in January or February of 2001. Oh right, yeah. So it was for the '99 season, but then the one that's memed everywhere is their halftime performance on Thanksgiving Day. Okay, which was in also, which was that was post 9/11 in 2001. Yes. So yeah, so that's that's the that's the thing that's in like all the memes or whatever. But
1: but yeah, they did perform at the Super Bowl also. So I don't remember what Super Bowl we're on at this point. I think, <laughs> fuck, I don't know. Probably pretty close to 50, right? Oh, I think it's surpassed
0: 50. I think it's fucking well, maybe not. I don't know. Let's see. Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl 2023. Super Bowl 50. Wait, what's LV? That's 58. 50 LV. LV and three is 58, right? I don't fucking know, but yeah, I'll I'll think L's five. Super Bowl. Man, they're just going with like the sports. They're just calling it Super Bowl 2024.
1: (laughs) Oh, they're doing the WrestleMania thing the shapes. Doing WrestleMania pirate, <laughs> WrestleMania <laughs> Cowboy Cowboys. Cowboys. Res- WrestleMania fucking Hollywood, <laughs> WrestleMania Hollywood, yeah. Uh Super Bowl twenty twenty
0: four number. Let me just make sure that it's fifty eight, but I'm pretty sure that's
1: or good lord. LV, God
0: damn it. Okay, now look. come on, man. Tra- Roman LV three 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 is Numerals. Super Bowl. Why doesn't it fucking tell me? It just keeps <laughs> telling me it's all Super Bowl LV3. That's it. It's got to be 58, man.
1: All right. I'll LV- trust your Okay, judgment. here we go. If Roman numerals. Yeah. Can- okay,
0: here it is. The The 19th thing down on the Google list. LV3, Roman numerals. How to write LV3 numerals. What is it? Roman numeral LV3 is equal to 58.
1: Thank God. So thank God I figured to- it out. Are- <laughs> so Super Bowl 58. On the subject of Super Bowl, there's been another people that performed... Uh, 58 or actually i don't know when they started doing actual halftime performances must have been during the late 80s or 90s No, i can't remember well in any case usher is the person that is performing at the super bowl so what do you what do you think about usher performing I think that's fucking garbage man i i don't uh, i don't know dude i don't uh, Usher had some bangers back in the yeah sure but he, he did. He was the R and B artist for the two thousands. Like, yeah. I don't care. But what's he gonna do? Is he gonna do that shit?
0: Okay, when they had when they had Eminem and fucking what was that? Was that last year? Or the year before?
1: The year before the Rams? It was it the Rams? The right? Twenty twenty one. Yeah. I think. So when they had Eminem and fucking they had Dr. Doctor all these
0: motherfuckers. That was cool. That 70. was awesome. Maybe they'll do some shit akin to that where they have some 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 heavyweights come out because Usher did do a lot of songs.
1: With with some other artists of Boys. note,
0: yeah. East, oh man, so, is that right?
1: Eastside Boys, or the get? East? Wait, you know, Lil John. Yeah, oh, Lil Little John, John East Side East Side Boys. Boys. yeah, Little John Eastside Boys, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So yeah, I mean, that'd be I'd be cool with that, but I I honestly
1: I don't know, man. I don't know, I don't know. I'm Not, I'm not I don't optimistic. feel like it's enough to carry the Super Bowl itself. I no. don't even think he's that artist where he's no. Well, actually, I don't even think you have to be internationally known for the Super Bowl because. Football is exclusive to the US, basically. True, yes. Although it does seem like them going over to Europe and other parts of the world to try to host uh, football games to expand maybe to other parts of the world. But besides that point, maybe you don't even need an artist that is known in other parts. Yeah. So
0: just to, just to, so the Super Bowl started doing halftime shows at the first Super Bowl in 1967. Oh, they did. Okay. Yes, and there has been a Super Bowl halftime show. It was the it was the University of Arizona Symphonic Marching Band. So regardless of it being a quote-unquote performing artist, yeah. they've done halftime shows
1: every single year. But they have they didn't have the you know, they didn't have celebrities performing like Prince let's
0: let's see here okay I have a timeline here let's see if this is not a horseshit timeline and it's going to make me click through
1: I think I remember hearing some kind of uh, trivia thing that it wasn't until well after the fact that the Super Bowl started sure they had halftime shows they had performances for right but it wasn't maybe until the 80s or 90s that it became the thing that it is now where right yeah people will just tune in for
0: the halftime show and that's it when did Celebrities start performing the Super Bowl oh, yeah, halftime you, you show. Dead here. Oh yeah, okay. So uh it's just said in the in the '90s. So the uh the the, uh, the halftime show began to feature major hit musicians, beginning with Super Bowl '25 in 1991 with New Kids on the Block. Oh, I thought it was Michael. Ja- I was thinking. Oh, maybe it was that Michael was J- that was in '93. Okay, was Michael Jackson. So okay, that was yeah. short after. So. So basically, 1991 was the first celebrity. Okay, yeah, because everything after that is like heavyweights. Yeah, that's not really. It's it's a lot of it's marching bands. Um, it's like some weird drill, like the military drill teams that's and so stuff. Odd. Like, I mean, that'd be cool to watch, I guess. Uh, the Los Angeles Unified School District All City Band with the musketeers was in 1977
1: <laughs> so that's that's funny uh yeah so in 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 our culture in the US yeah. that super bowl has become something of a cultural icon type of thing where artists that per- get to perform there you're you're basically made at that point because i don't even think they get paid yeah. they don't get paid because you're put on a platform in front of a hundred thousand people, or whatever the number is, or whatever the capacity of the stadium that's hosting is. Um, True, and you're kind of just solidified at that moment to be a star, a long-standing star. I think. Uh, I mean, the weekend performing. I mean, did, dude's fucking Canadian, but I mean, everybody loved his uh, show at the. I mean, it got memed to shit with uh, the mirrors and all that. Oh yeah, with yeah, the Tampa Bay and and Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, but. Yeah, Usher does not stand out to me. I mean, dude, what? here's the other thing. I don't understand why they waste their time with people that have already been established for quite some time. Why not go? The thing that would actually surprise me is if they went out and found a band that's like, hey, you know what? These guys are pretty good. This, this, why don't we make fucking stars? Yeah. with The Super Bowl. You know who should perform, who they should get? They should get Pixel Grip to perform they, they at the halftime get, show. man. They should get Creed.
0: Creed, man. <laughs> man they, like Creed, man. I yeah. think they really deserve it. I think they really need to do it again, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know what's funny? Now you bring up Pixel Grip because I haven't checked their Instagram or anything like that. Man, they, I think they hate me. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> why do you think they hate you? Because I had an awkward exchange with the the woman who's the front the front woman rita what, what was the uh, what was awkward i think i kind of just overwhelmed her with information because i was like hey you know there's a person that wants to work with you I mean, uh-huh. uh, as far as you know uh booking a show and all that stuff and i was just kind of like asking a lot of questions and i could tell she might have social anxiety <laughs> as probably many fucking artists mm, do yeah yeah she's just old. like touching your hair. Oh, yeah, man. I was like, oh, this is (laughs) I don't I don't like where this is going. So (laughs) I eventually just said, hey, I think I asked her at some point. I know this is what I think made me come across as threatening or whatever the fuck Uh was. I asked her if she wanted to go. And I don't know what exact I can't remember exactly what I said. But, hey, like, you think we could step outside real quick so I could hear because I could barely fucking hear what you're saying because there's music blaring. Yeah, because I just wanted to hear what she had to say because I could barely hear so I think maybe she thought I was gonna <laughs> kid- <laughs> you're gonna I'm kidnap kid- her or some shit. Yeah, but I'm like, dude, oh, man. Uh, with with all due respect, man, like the act of kidnapping is too it's a, fucking. It's much. a lot of work, man. You're you're giving me too much yeah, credit. Yeah, you man, are. I think. Adam is way too
0: lazy to kidnap anybody. I mean, let's just let's just put that <laughs> well, out think there. Think
1: about this, dude. People are kicking and screaming all that shit, and then yeah, you're kind of holding them down, and then yeah, it, it's it's just. Oh, and what are the odds that no one's going to see that and do anything? Yeah, true. Slim so, to none, all right. Yeah, so I mean I I think she maybe got that impression, but I mean well, dude, I honestly if there's one thing to take away from me from this podcast or anything that we do related to music, I yeah. mean fucking well. Yeah. If I sound like an ass asshole, it's because I've had bad experiences with artists, with managers. True. Where I, it makes me jaded, dude. It yeah. makes me not want to be nice. And I am fucking nice. Like I really am fucking nice. You don't understand. You, you guys don't oh, understand. Dude. Yeah. I mean, listen, you are probably one of the nicest people I've ever
0: met. I mean, you're not nicer than my wife, Katie, but you know, you're 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 kinda you're you're somewhat well, Katie's a saint. I can't I
1: can't, That's true. She I is can't compete. A saint. Yeah, you can't compete with that. that.
3: But with that being said, you're still
1: really fucking nice and you just want to help people out. Yeah. So it was just a weird exchange, but so that's his point. I feel like I've been ignored if I like tag them in something. Cause mm. one one two things that I found on their stories was um one, they got featured on a Versace fashion show. Oh. And I'm like, this this is exactly where I thought they would be because they have that chic allure to their music. I mean, it's kind of around the BDSM goth type of true club scene. Yeah. But it has the appeal for fashion as yeah, well. Yeah, that belongs in a fashion show. It, it belongs in fashion. And I, when I saw that, I'm like, this this is what I thought you guys could do from back when uh, Arena came out. Like, this is what I saw. And then, funny enough, I was looking at some artist named Tula Lote, I think is her, how you pronounce her name. Mm-hmm. She's a comic book artist. She posts a lot of sexual yeah. fa- fantasy stuff, but she's, I mean, she just, she draws like different. Comic book characters, but she's mm-hmm. become part of a publisher that is like the elite of the elite for writers and artists. It's called oh, Distillery. Wow. Uh, it has Scott Snyder, Brian Azzarello. Uh, I think uh, who's the other person? James Tynian who has written, you know, the Department of Truth, a really cool book about cons- conspiracy. Yeah, uh, just real quickly, that book is really cool because it talks about Lee Harvey Oswald running a department of the government. Oh shit! Yeah, like he didn't actually shoot JFK. So he's in this world, like conspiracies are real. Like if you can manifest it, it it'll happen. Yeah. It, like, so it, it's, it's fucking weird, but like Lee Harvey Oswald is the head of that department. It's fucking weird. But in any case, distillery has all the, basically the cabal of comic book artists yeah. and two on it. So there was an advertisement or a, a reel that she had that had pixel grips music. So I tagged them and said, Hey, you know, it's really cool to see the, this comic book artist with their art and your music it seems very fitting it's just it's a great tandem but yeah I didn't, I didn't get a it's spot. block yeah <laughs> block um man but sucks. yeah dude I, I think i would love to see the super bowl turn into something where stars are not solidified they're made yeah that they're just under the surface of being mainstream but if if they got the right fucking the rub, right push man and. What would be even way cooler than than uh, me just saying some random band? What if it was exclusive? What if it was exclusive to the state or whatever stadium oh, like the man. region? Like, it, like, oh, we found a great band that was from this area. This is yeah. your hometown hero. Like this. is Yeah. The like NFL. That, the NFL needs to hire an A&R guy to fucking just be. That's his job. That's every his job. year. Bring me yeah. a Super Bowl worthy performer or act yeah and let's make it happen. in that in that state because
0: they know where it's going to be in advance like a couple of years in advance so they right they know so yeah, they could just be like, go years. fucking here and that's just your whole job is just go to wherever this town is or wherever the state is and just find someone from the area because there's plenty i mean they only do the super bowl in major fucking markets anyway so there's got to be someone that's mm. on the verge yeah or decent in every fucking thing and then goddamn maybe you don't even need to do because you know you have well, the Super Bowl halftime show is like what, a fifteen or twenty minute fucking performance? It's so like three, it's probably like a half maybe hour. Maybe like a half an yeah. hour. So you're they're doing a lot, right? So instead of having one guy with maybe a couple of other famous dudes do it, maybe you just get, I don't know, four actual local bands and they just perform mm. the Super Bowl because then you get a variety, you know? And then you really don't have to spend a whole shit ton of money either, because like, you know, they're not going to, you could pay them whatever you want. And then you wouldn't have to have all these exacerbated set pieces and all these dancers and all this other crazy shit. Yeah. Which is kind of what it's become. You know, it's just become a major. Spectacle. Production, I guess. Yeah. yeah. A spectacle.
1: Uh I think if there's one band that I can imagine, <clears throat> it, it depends on how they write their songs in the future. But since they've already kind of hit mainstream appeal to some degree, I think since. We talked about Coachella, Military Gun being at the bottom. Yeah, but I think if they wrote the right songs, I think Military Gun could be a Super Bowl type of act. Oh yeah, definitely. I definitely think so.
0: Yeah, I, I for sure think they could definitely do that. Um, I just wanted to check something real quick. If this person has done the Super Bowl, and who, who are believe, you thinking of? Oh man, well, I, what I was gonna say is now that No Doubts coming back, uh. 2025 super bowl no doubt uh fucking performing at the halftime show i'm gonna call it now oh shit yeah I didn't but uh okay gwen stefani did gwen stefani <laughs> did oh she's doing the super bowl performance for the 58 TikTok tailgate so uh, she's doing a performance for the TikTok tailgate just her though so maybe this leads into next year maybe maybe they maybe they upgrade her into the uh into
1: the fucking the arena itself yeah Maybe this is how it starts. Yeah, because they do have that type of thing where. Um, I mean, the Super Bowl is a party in and of itself, so they have all these thing, other things going on within Super Bowl or just outside the Super Bowl. They have stages set up for bands to perform. So, yeah, there is that. But I think, like I said, I, I think instead of having established acts performing for the Super Bowl itself, because nobody I mean, if you already know the names like the weekend, you already know what to expect. You, if you know Taylor Swift. You know what right. to expect. You know what you why get. not get surprised, you? Why not get surprised by a hometown hero, wherever the Super Bowl is hosted, and and make make this make the NFL curators of music like one of the top curators of music if they can do that. But I mean, they're not going to because they would rather fucking. That's true.
0: We well, okay. Here's another thing too. Okay, so obviously this year it's it's being held in in the new stadium in Vegas, right? Oh, oh, it's, Super it's Bowl- that's what it says. It says it's going to be at the Allegiant Stadium in Paradise. Nevada. So obviously, because they just built that. They always do that. Whenever you fucking have your first stadium, like the first year or two, you have it. You fucking get to have the Super Bowl. Yeah. So uh, the next one, Super Bowl 59, will be again at the Superdome in fucking New Orleans. But then Super Bowl 50 is going to be up in Santa Clara at the Levi's Stadium. Again? Again. So I feel like it was just there, like not that long ago, but... The 50, which is the... That's a big, you know, hallmark... Yeah. ...moment. It's going to be in... Up there, so maybe uh no doubt we'll be performing at that uh one i don't know who knows maybe
1: or maybe they'll get green day oh man maybe green green days from the bay area oh yeah maybe it'll be green day or i'm calling it now green day for super bowl wait how far are we away from uh that's 2026 so that's two years from now all right i'm calling it now green day for super bowl 50 bay area already established everybody knows that yeah i think that's a that's a a a lockdown Yeah, yeah that's a lockdown and then i'm gonna
0: say uh for the one before that in new orleans Creed's coming back. All right. They're going to fucking get Creed.
1: Creed. <laughs> and they're going to perform for the second time. Wait, where, where's the 49 one? It's going to be in New Orleans. Wait, where's Creed from? I don't know, but Are I'm they just saying, Texas? I think they're going to do, I don't give a fuck. I think they're just going to be, I think they're just going to
0: do get Creed. All right. Because it's 49. It's the one that's right before 50. So nobody kind of probably gives a shit. It's, yeah. it's again at the Superdome, which fuck, there's been 18 Super Bowls at the goddamn Superdome, I feel like. Superdome? Yeah, yeah. New Orleans. I feel like there's been like far too many. So I feel like nobody's going to care. So they're going to be like, you know what, guys? We need to draw on more people. You know what we got to do? We got to get Creed. All right. That's the go to. Yeah. Anytime you need to draw, you just call up old Scott Creed. Stapp. Yeah. And you tell him you say, hey, Scott, get the boys. We're reforming the band. And
1: then, <laughs> and then you go do some shit. Right. That's the move. All right. So besides meme choices for, uh, for okay. Super Bowl performances, who would you like to see uh, that? I don't think we've seen <clears throat> before. Oh, man. All we, right. We haven't seen Metallica, right? <laughs> I don't. Shit. That's a good question. I don't think Metallica has ever performed at a Super Bowl. Interesting. Metallica enough. Super Bowl show. Yeah, right. They don't, they've never been. A Super
0: oh, Bowl. it says Metallica explains why they won't ever play the Super Bowl. OK, so, yeah, let's hear it. Uh, let's see real quick. Metal Let's let's give them a rub. <laughs> Not that they were asked. OK, well, what the fuck, man? It says. uh, Super Bowl show isn't exactly about the music and Metallica wants no part of that nonsense. OK, that's fair. So I get it. All right. He says he says that uh, James Hetfield said that Metallica's time to play the show is likely past, and the band doesn't really fit the image anyway. Fair enough. So, I mean,
1: I guess it's kind of true because it's like they're they kind of pick things that are. uh they're mainstream appealing it's like you know milk. It's it's like, milky. A, it's like, yeah, like you said it's white bread it's white bread i mean it's white bread. they get carrie underwood because she's friendly she's a yep. friendly face and they it's, know she's not gonna do any crazy accessible shit accessible music yeah you know you know you know it would be off i mean man if this actually happened i know it won't but man they got genesis Owusu to go oh with god. like that'd if, be the coolest show ever man if they threw a bunch of money at him like do whatever you oh. want for a show i'll be like oh my god do it. fuck it. Let it happen. I would we would have to go to that Super Bowl just to watch it live, just yeah. to see it there, man. There's no that'd be so cool. Cuz that that would feel unexpected and I think it'd be something of a spectacle.
2: Oh, uh, dude, I mean, for yeah. what he did
1: with the smiling with no teeth tour when he was out here at the Roxy, man. I don't I don't know how he converted the space to something else where it felt like a fever dream. I mean, if you gave that guy you who the fuck knows whatever the budget was for the Super Bowl, but if you could do that Man, I would love to see what he could do with that. Man, it'd be fucking insane. All right. Enough Super Bowl talk. Yeah, all right. Now we're going to go into a bit of bashing. Oh, a bit of the bashing. Get out the bats because we're about to bash. I don't know if this is bashing. This is just more. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in this person. I expected more. Disappointed. Yes. This is somebody that has not prioritized money. He does things for the sake of music. But... um, Rick Rubin, fuck me, dude. He wrote this great book called, oh shit, I don't remember what the name of the book is, but everybody knows it. (laughs) It's about the act of creating things and such. Uh Such a terrible person for not remembering the name. I have the book and I can't remember the name of it, but, you know, he is somebody along the lines of the Buddhist stylings and such. And, you know, he kind of integrates that into music and it's just, just his overall life and everything like that. Right. It's so, called The Creative Act A Way of Being. A, a way of being, yes. Uh and I read the book and it's it's I think it's a good read for anybody that is in creative endeavors and it has it doesn't you I actually think you can read it in any page you can start at any page and it still read the same because it's non-linear. I feel like it's non-linear. Like you yeah. you don't have to start yeah at the beginning at page 1 to enjoy the book if there's a specific topic you want to look at you can go directly to it and eventually i think you will read the the whole thing but the thing that happened recently is he partnered with squarespace the website company yeah and there was an advertisement and it's 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 all it's rick rubin giving his jargon about this is this is a uh, this is an experience. This is you know <laughs> you know when you come to my website, yeah, you'll be enlightened and, and and it's done by Squarespace. Yeah, it's done by Squarespace and all that. And then you get there, and you know it's it's gated, you know, content. Like you have, I mean, if you wanted to pay extra to yeah to see certain things or whatever, or if you wanted a Rick Rubin shirt, I don't know what the fuck it actually is. Uh, there's like it felt like a glorified Patreon thing, but it was sold as like, oh my god rick rubin is making a website and all this shit but it's like dude rick rubin for as long as we know him hasn't been about the money it's like the the money came when it came yeah he he made his millions because he makes he's always associated with producing great artists and like that's how he made his money right now it feels like this tarnishes his image a little bit that he partnered with squarespace after going to the website i'm like this this feels like a cash grab, dude. Well, I like any way you spin it. I just, yeah, this feels like a cash grab.
0: And also if you look at it too, likely what was done for him on Squarespace is not capable of being done at the regular normal level that
1: like you and I would be able to have done. Which would be like the pre-prepared jargon Hey, uh yeah. if you ever wanted to make a fucking website, you can go to Squarespace. I mean, this is not an endorsement. This is me mimicking right. what you would hear from an influencer or yeah. something along those lines. But it, it's his brand, it's his likeness that yeah. he's endangering or tarnishing with partnering, partnering with Squarespace, in my opinion. Like I I didn't think this site was anything special. And I, I can't believe he fucking did this.
0: Hey man, sometimes maybe you just need the money. You know, I mean, obviously when you get to a certain point and you have a lifestyle that you have to maintain, and if you aren't doing, I don't know, the work as much, and you want to just kind of get a little laid back, I mean, he's an old guy, right? He's getting ready to retire.
1: He's well off. Why did he do it, though? Why? why? Maybe he just
0: wants, uh, again, we don't know what his uh, monthly expenditures are. Those people who have a lot of money, they spend a lot of money. So if he needs some money, fuck, there's an opportunity. It's yeah, I agree with you. It's still bullshit, but I'm just saying this probably this could be the reason why I did it. But part I mean, why his, would you tarnish- part,
1: part, yeah, part of his image is he's not a material person. So it's like him doing this is <clears throat> contradictory to I mean shit, you can go visit it for yourself, dude. I mean, I don't know, I forget what the website's called, but try try going to Squarespace and Rick Rubin and see for yourself like what would you see if you can get to the page because there isn't a whole lot to begin with. I think it's something of a demo. But even if it evolves into something else, like it's still a website. It's not anything else than that. Wait, what did you say? Tetragrammaton? Tetragrammaton, right? What does That's, that mean again? Oh, it's a four-letter theonym. So, so like Yahweh, right? In Hebrew, okay. it's four letters. And it's like whatever those Hebrew letters are that are the name of God itself. So it's like Tetragrammaton is... Describing what a four-letter word is for God. All
0: right, because this is what it says. This is what it says. Read read it, dude. Read it. It It's It's such horseshit. A collaboration with Rick Rubin to build Tetragrammaton, an online world of curated materials and a new website design transmission to inspire your creativity. What the fuck does that even mean? English. It doesn't even mean anything. Rick Rubin wanted to share the way he sees the world. It says Tetragrammaton.
1: Tetragrammaton.
0: Rick Rubin wanted to share the way he sees the world. He aimed to create a living platform that would encourage discovery and build community. Tetragrammaton serves as an ever-evolving exhibition of the ideas and artworks that can inspire people.
1: Wow. This is... This is... This is don't, fucking... Don't, don't you love the copyright for that, dude? Oh, Yeah. It's like it's it's copyright garbage. It is. That's exactly what it is. It's it's straight up copyright
0: garbage. Man, this is all words that make no that mean nothing. This is this a is a word salad. Okay, there's a word that means. Maybe this should be the word of the day one of these days. But there's a word that means something that appears vast but is actually hollow i don't i don't know what the actual word i can't remember what the fucking word is but that's what this is it appears to be grandiose and large but at the end of the day when you really examine it it's bro, super hollow there's bro, nothing bro your website
1: like it's, it's bro it's a website
0: it, there's nothing behind this <laughs> well it's not even that it's, it's trying to sell people to show up and buy the website like to buy the program to get on the
1: fucking squarespace bandwagon because there's yeah but there is a demo site itself at, oh in- yeah yeah, I, it, I see it, but like... It has, it has podcasts, but I can't even fucking listen to them.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. This is... Join now for access to exclusive content. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I, Transmission. I just, this is where we can buy. Start with this design. Let's see. How how much do we got to pay? How much is this? $82. Oh, man, I got to create an account. Yeah. Oh, my God. Don't do it. Don't do no, it. No, I'm not, because then I'm never going to hear the end of it. Yeah. How much to pay for Square Square? Space. Let's just see. Squarespace pricing plans. All right. Here you go. If you want to pay monthly, the cheapest fucking plan you can get is $23 a month for personal. And you don't even get a custom domain name. You just get something, whatever it is, dot squarespace.com. That's what you that's what you get.
3: Yeah. Fuck, you don't even get a custom domain name at $33 a month, the next tier you don't even get one again at the 36th month what the fuck
0: okay for 65 dollars a month you still don't get a free custom domain name wow okay rick rubin put his name on this dude and then okay that's the monthly price if you want to pay annually oh that's how they get you you can only get the custom domain name if you pay for it all up front and up front, up front and yeah. the savings is only marginal <laughs> it really is okay so it's five dollars or wait, no, it's six, no, seven dollars from from the monthly for the personal one. Okay, so it goes to six down to sixteen. Then it's ten dollars when you go down to the next one, so it's twenty-three. And then for the commerce, it's twenty-seven. And then for the advanced commerce, it's forty-nine dollars a month, is what you pay. But you gotta pay that up front. So you gotta pay that twelve times fucking forty nine. Yeah. Up front, you gotta drop four hundred dollars yeah, or three hundred dollars or some shit. That's a heap. That's a lot of fucking money that you could be paying that if you just went to a website, like if you just went to somewhere, a hosting site, like we use, I mean, I pay like $9 a month for that shit and we can sell stuff on there if we wanted to. And we, I pay, I got, yeah. Okay. The custom domain name, because it wasn't taken, uh, it's like $3 a year mm. to, ho- to have the domain name under our thing. And I bought it for like five years. Cause fuck it. Like why, why not? I have to worry about it. Yeah. So again, it's like it,
1: I don't all because of all you're selling People, and that's why I find this disingenuous. It, that's the that's the key word. It's fucking disingenuous, dude. Is you're selling me that I can be like this guy, I can I can
0: become the Tetragrammaton, <laughs> and I can fucking have all these people follow me. I could be on the level of Rick Rubin if I just paid three hundred dollars for a year to have a a website that looks like this. Now I'm telling you right now, if I went on there and made a fucking website under this and compared the traffic to what we have for the website that we have now, I guarantee you our current website will do much better in terms of traffic than whatever horse shit that they're trying to sell us on.
1: Yeah, I mean, ours is AIDS. It's it's, 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 it's visual it's, AIDS, it's okay? It's visual AIDS, and I think that's part of the appeal is that you go on there and you're like, this is fucking awful. You're just yeah. so disgusted. Let me with see. You. What I, yeah, yeah
0: like, what, what other horse shit can these... This is so bad that it can't possibly get worse. And then you will be pleasantly delighted to hear our horrible podcasts that they're not as bad as the website. Yeah. So you That's,
1: know, we got that over. failing upwards. <laughs> yeah, we got that over Rick Rubin. <laughs> That's true. And, and Squarespace so. and Squarespace too, by the way. Yeah. So I, I don't know, man. In summary, I am just uh fuck. It makes me question my affinity for Rick Rubin himself. Uh, yeah. I mean, him as a producer and writing this book, both, the thing, both of things, both both of those things felt like they were genuine attempts at reaching people. Maybe and, they were, yeah. Maybe and, they were genuine this, attempts. This, oh, this I is, think, this legitimately money. endangers his
0: image and brand. So then, do you think that that takes away from the stuff that he puts in the
1: book and the stuff that he does? A old? little bit, yeah. yeah. A little bit, yeah. Calls into question. Maybe he's never going to come to us. He's never going <laughs> to. We're never going to be able to interview. But. Hey, dude, listen, this, we this were is, never going to be able to interview him to begin with. That's true. If He was. But
0: I will say this. If he is genuine about who he is with creativity. Yeah, maybe he wouldn't let us interview him because we're nobody's. Yeah. But at the very least, he should at least show a tweet or an or a, or a Instagram post or a TikTok publicly supporting us to say, hey, you know what? These guys are making shit. They're being creative. They are becoming the Tetragrammaton themselves. <laughs> you know. He should do that if he's if he really is genuine. Yeah, because we are doing the fucking
1: work. Yeah, we need a we need a podcast that's abbreviated to four letters to mean something that we're godlike. You know. Yeah, we need, we need to get to that level. We need to figure that out. Yeah, we need to figure out what those letters are. But uh, yeah, dude, at least we have fucking integrity, and we're True. at least we're at least we're. You know, giving the side eye to something like this because I'm not buying the shit, dude. No, neither am I. Hey, maybe that's maybe that's the fucking four letter word.
0: It's just all eyes we steal from Kurt Angle instead of the three eyes, it's the four eyes: (laughs) intensity, integrity, intelligence, and ingenuity. That's the fourth eye. All right, that works. (laughs) That's look out for the new podcast: Four Eyes. Four Eyes. (laughs) Oh shit! And I wear glasses too, so it's also a double fucking meaning. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So
1: I, I don't have. I don't know if I have anything else. Let me see if I had my notes out to see if we have any other topics well if you want i mean we're already at an hour and 52 minutes so okay let's milk it for another eight if you want
0: to milk it for another eight what do you got let's hit two hours oh wait did you actually have something that you were going to bring up or i don't think i did no
1: i and if i did i forgot so yeah (laughs) so i don't i don't think i have anything um let me let me just double hold it down for a second. Oh, I'll hold it I, down. I just want to see if I wrote down
0: everything. So yeah, so those of you who are interested in you know listening to our other podcasts, you know, you can go and listen to obviously our great interview with Lana Mac on the Without Censor podcast. Yeah, and you can hear that. It's out now wherever uh-huh. podcasts are sold. All yeah. right, or listen to I guess is the right term.
1: And I, I do have an announcement to share. Oh yeah, let's it'll probably be after the thing happens, uh-huh. so that I don't jinx it. And she doesn't jinx it herself either. But I do have an announcement after the thing happens. Oh, okay. Is it, is it with Lana Mac? Is it yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, all right. Well, we'll announce it after and it also, happens. Also, shit, dude. This is the first time we're. I'm going to endorse something on our podcast. So, Lana Mac, as you've heard before, it has a photo booth business. Yeah. And it's called Twin Wolf Entertainment that you can follow on Instagram and there are no spaces. I mean, there's no underscores or funny letters in between. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All one word on Instagram. You can follow them. It's good branding. Uh, they have a photo booth business that you can <clears throat> have custom uh, graphic design for the, what do you want to call it? Like the overlays for the photos. So you, you, yeah. you take these pictures, right? And there will be some type of overlay when you actually print it out. So for bands, they could have, I mean, bands could pay her or or hire her to have this photo booth featured at their concerts with their own visuals. Yeah. And then once they print the photo, it's like, oh, you got maybe maybe it's a it's Metallica or whatever. Sure, and yeah. and you, you're you taking this photo and it's unique to the band itself. Or, you know, if you want to highlight if you want to hire her for a high end event, you can have whatever your brand is featured on the, the prints themselves, the photo prints themselves. So I'm saying if you're if you're in line with events and events planning, uh, things like that, or even, you know, for music, if you want to feature her or have her at your events, I mean, go go ahead and do so. I mean, she I'm sure she would love to work with anybody that is willing to to host her and, and, and fits her view. It fits her her, you know, her photo booth business. I mean, it'd be cool to have that type of thing all over the place. I would love to see her do well. So yeah, if you guys are willing to have her fucking do it, I, w- I would love to see her do well. Yeah. Agreed. I, I repeated myself
0: a thousand times. No, That's but- fine. So it's, it gets the point across. You fucking, you did it good. Cause you know, I agree. I think that, you know, anybody who has any sort of interest in having that at one of their events, it's, it's a great fucking opportunity for you to a support, a a small business small business right and it's also you're gonna get that good service that you're not gonna get from some fucking dickhead multi-billion dollar corporation who has photo booths okay you're gonna get a personalized service
1: that you can't get anywhere else also keep this in mind when she did her first gig with this thing there were a bunch of props that she included with it so that when you're taking photos, you can be silly or have a good time with all these things that she threw in for fun yeah. as an added bonus. So that's the type of person that Lana Mac is, dude. She goes above and beyond. Yeah. And I hope that anybody that encounters her or does business with her can expect that, that she goes above and beyond. Absolutely. Gives you the service that yeah no one else can. Absolutely. So, yeah. I mean, only the service that we could give, but
0: we're not in the photo booth business. So you got to go to her to get it. So True story. Anyways, all right. So last,
1: right. last thing. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so I, I did mention that this one, this person that is part of uh, the Pomona Fox Theater is, yeah. well, Gold, Golden Voice owns that. Okay, and the person that owns the Pomona Fox Theater and the Glass House also owns Coachella. Oh, so that is where I've had this bit of a conundrum. I'm like, I love some of the people that work with Golden Voice, the, the two potential people that we might interview. Yeah. But the organization itself, I, I don't know, man.
3: Well, I mean, what are you what are you saying?
0: Are you saying that they're uh, they're live nation light? Well, it, I, yeah, like they're they're, yeah. they're becoming the they're, they may be the empire to take down the evil empire of.
1: I don't think they'll take it down because live nation is just like the, the one, juggernaut the juggernaut. Uh, but, you know, as far as shaking that goes around here, they own a lot of venues. Dude. They own a lot of venues here and there. Something of a, a monopoly themselves, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, the you know the CEO of AG has political views that he has made donations to organizations that mm-hmm. I think a lot of people would be surprised to hear surprised about? or find they would find detestable. Okay, and all right but then we get to the point of now back to
0: what we've talked about in the past. Artists uh, saying their political opinions. We don't give a shit, right? Does this guy go around and fucking say, Oh yeah, I fucking donate to these things. Or is it just, this is information that's, that's obviously out there. Yeah, it's known, but is he going around fucking throwing it out there?
1: Uh, I don't know, but money talks. So that, okay. That is, that's where I kind of see the problem is that he's influencing the outcome of our, political election, game. Yeah, our, our political world. Our- well well who's he donate
0: to? Let's hear, it. let's hear it. Let's just let people make their own fucking decision.
1: Um I'm trying to think of what, what <laughs> it, yeah. it's 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 I think it's an organization. It's of conservative beliefs. Okay. It's like the preservation of the the traditional family. Okay. I can't I can't remember what the organization's called, but it's like so it would- to preserve the traditional family so you could already imagine what that means right oh yeah definitely it, it means that it's between a male and a female right. and here's the thing man like i don't want to get political but i personally don't give a shit about what your sexual preferences or your gender gender identity is yeah true um so when somebody is trying to kind of step over and and say that these people can't exist or shouldn't or a type of fam. There's only one template for one type of family, dude. Yeah. I mean, how many people are you know orphans that have adoptive parents? That, that's a good point. Like, that's not a traditional family, that's dude. True. That's Some correct. people are raised by their grandparents. So why is this any different? That that you know, people that have uh that are in the LGBT community are being chastised for this. So, I mean, I'm kind of tipping my hand with what I personally believe, and I don't. I don't give a fuck. I guess. I mean, I'm. Philip Anschutz is the CEO of AG and mm-hmm. uh him him having making making these donation donations to these organizations that are extremely conservative. I mean, fuck, dude. That is that is persuasive in how things unfold in terms of our
0: Yeah. All wh- right. wh- wh- let me, what do you got? Deposit okay. this to you. They also own the Los Angeles Kings, right? Yeah. Okay. So how does that make you feel about the Los Angeles Kings?
2: well
1: does that affect your opinion at all yeah i mean dude i try not to i mean fuck i ended up buying a ticket for a golden voice event i i've abstained from purchasing tickets from for golden voice events or Uh anything that they own i haven't done that in quite some time i actually did it recently i guess and i did it with live nation when i went to go see munya and kind i didn't want to do that but yeah i fucking did it and as far as like the Kings go, I mean, shit, I haven't go gone to a bunch of games, but it sucks. Yeah, you have to all bite right. the bullet sometimes. So let me pa- let me again pause this to you, all right? So the guy who's the CEO
0: of AEG, which is the parent company, hmm. right? How much involvement do you think he has as far as in Golden the day-to-day Voice day to day running or the day to day operations, or really any involvement at all hmm. in in let's say Golden Voice or even the Kings organization? Do you think? he had, I personally. I think he has either little to no one to zero percent zero to one percent involvement.
1: But, it, but it's still the aspect of the parent company, sure that that they're 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 still associated with him. So right, you can't. But, you can't. Yeah, but
0: they're not. Here this is this is again the way I look at it. Golden because so there's a guy that's in charge of Golden Voice, right? That's like I don't know the CEO of Golden Voice or yeah, I think it's
1: Paul Toled. President Paul Tollet. Okay, yeah, Paul Tollet.
0: So. That guy, sure, ultimately probably answers to the board of AEG or whatever. Mm -hmm. But what he's doing in his world, I'm sure there's no one, because again, because I know how fucking business works. If you're effective at business leadership, you're not going to dabble in some shit that you don't really know about.
3: Mm -hmm. I doubt this guy
0: who's the fucking CEO of, or the president of AEG. Mm. I doubt he fucking knows anything about music. I doubt he knows anything about hockey, but I know you, what he does know, he knows about business, he right? knows money. He yeah. knows about money. Mm. So sure. I doubt that they're. cause again, I'm sure golden voice has many LGBT artists that they do events for they or they whatever, book. right? They yep. book, right? Okay. And if, and if, if that guy had involvement in any meaningful way, that would not be a case. That would not be the case. I guarantee it.
1: All right. So, in terms of our own organization. Sure. What if one of us harbored feelings against a group of people and that created controversy in and of itself, where it became something problematic? Does that rub on you? Do you believe that rubs on you? You think that you? would make me also feel that way about the certain group? No, no, no. Not that it would make you feel, but feel that way. But it's oh. that it's that my dirt is now yours too. Because all all everybody that's involved kind of yeah. it it rubs off on you as well. So even if you're not directly involved with what I'm saying, that we're all part of it's like pigeonholing in a Yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: I see what you're saying. Yeah. So it's it's like, let's say one of the three of
1: us does something stupid. Let's just say right? they
0: didn't we didn't like blue cars. All right. Yeah, yeah. That that one of the three of us said, I hate blue cars. Blue cars are the worst thing that's ever been around anyone that owns a blue car is a piece of shit as far as i'm concerned let's say that's the case that's what it is right yeah. so we can be non you know controversial with this example yeah so then all these people say well fuck man we have blue cars what do you mean that we're pieces of shit just because we uh, just because of the color of our car mm. and then create some controversy so then we ha- we would have to say just to be clear the organization does not hate people with blue cars this individual's preference in their outside times that's their preference they could choose what they want but it, i don't think it would be enough i don't maybe think- it's not maybe we would lose some people but you know what we would also gain the people who also hate blue cars <laughs> <laughs> so there is that to think about yeah there is there not is that, that we would necessarily want that audience yeah but i mean if we're looking at this from the cold calculated reptile mind of the business owner yeah Hey, you lose some, and maybe you gain more, though. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, maybe. but maybe, maybe you don't. But that doesn't mean that I also hate people who have blue cars. Now, if I if I like blue cars, I would have with that person who was to say it was you. I would say, hey, Adam, listen, I know you don't like blue cars, and I know I like blue cars, but here's here's what's going to happen. We're never going to fucking speak of this again, okay? We're never going to talk about this. We're not going to fucking say shit. We're just going to keep this fucking between ourselves and yes, sure, maybe on an episode of the podcast, we may do an argument about why I like blue cars and why you hate blue cars. Mm. Maybe that's good entertainment, but we are not going to at any point ever say that the organization itself does not like blue cars. And if there's someone who can do the job mm. that we need that happens to own a blue car, you're going to need to put that shit aside. Yeah. And if, and then that's the conversation that we would have to have and saying, if you can't put that aside, then you need to step out. You need to fucking. Turn in your shares and be gone. And they do that all the time with with boards. They tell people they they buy them out. They tell them to get fucked because they let their opinion be out and it was controversial. And they weren't willing to put it aside and and say, okay, yeah, I will not let that affect the business because you can't let your personal, you know, if it's good for business. That's what they look at. What's the bottom line here? Well, if doing if working with people with blue cars is good for business, well, then we're gonna you gotta fucking put that aside. So personally, if someone in an organization said, Hey, I don't like people with blue cars and I owned a blue car, I would be like, Well, you know, that sucks for that guy, but let's see how let's what does this guy actually have involvement? Are they stopping people from blue cars t- at that own blue cars attending the event? Sure. Then 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 I would say, okay, cool, and then I have a problem with it because that's fucked up. You shouldn't do that. You should let everybody come to your events and do whatever. So I wouldn't necessarily say that just because that dickhead is three or four times removed from the actual company that his shitty opinion rolls down that far and would actually influence the course of action because you can see it because you can see that clearly that guy does not like LGBT community, right? But if if Golden Voice stopped hiring LGBT people, I would say, you know what? Maybe you're onto something here because then he is directly involving. If the Kings organization, which it's here in LA, I'm sure there's plenty of people
1: in the LGBT All community right, the that guy, work for the Kings. The guy is not dumb enough to not. Just, he's not dumb enough to discriminate against a group of people because he's willing to. Book okay. Art, they're, they're eight, or Golden Voice is willing to take on artists yeah. that are of that vein, right? Yeah. Because there's money to be made on both sides. Sure. But he still take like, he owns Golden Voice. Yeah. So that money that fu- eventually comes back to AG, right? Sure. Could be used for political uses. And then I, I, I don't think it's a stretch to say that one person can rub off on different entities as far as their social or political perspectives can, can bleed into other things. And it, it becomes problematic, like a contagion. Yeah, that it rubs off on other people. Even if you're, even if you personally don't believe that, uh, like the blue car situation, sure. right? If if you like, hey, why why are you doing that? Like, I understand that, and I'm the I'm the problem. It still rubs off on you. Like, I still believe that. I still maybe, yeah. but I okay, maybe I, I can see
0: that. I can I can I can go with that. Yeah. But I don't, I think personally, it only becomes problematic when action starts being taken. So if that guy, the the president of Golden Voice, or not Golden Voice, the president of uh, AG says, you know what? Guy who runs Golden Voice that we have as the CEO, I don't like you very much. I'm going to get rid of you. He says, okay, cool. And he hires another guy. Let's say he hires another guy that also espouses his same beliefs of not liking LG. He hires this guy just because, oh, I know that you support what I support. So I want that going down in this company. And then it trickles downhill and then the company starts doing those things. Then yes, I would say that would be a prime example of what you're saying is how that shit rubbed off. But until I see that, I can't necessarily say that it's it's rubbed off on them. Is what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. If they, if they can't if you, if you can't show me an example of that affecting a decision that Golden Voice made just because of how that guy feels, then I would say it's really irrelevant how that guy feels personally because he's not calling the shots for Golden Voice.
1: You know what I'm saying? Sure, he's. I can't, I can't wait till this situation actually occurs. Like I know we're talking about it in a hypothetical sense. Yeah, sure. But if one of us gets in a pickle, and we're like, "Well, that doesn't <laughs> d- immediately reflect on me." I'm not talking. I mean, it yeah, could be yeah, any yeah. of us, but right. it's like I'm playing the role of the person that's not a- affected. Yeah. That they're I'm not the problematic one. But
0: I can well, say see, this it, is where it would be different, though, is because in our situation, we have direct control over what happens with this company. Yeah. He has no day to day business runnings of Golden Voice whatsoever. Mm. So because it, it, that's where it would be. If so like that's where I had said, if the guy who runs Golden Voice on the day to day level starts having these opinions and then putting them into action, then that would be. I would say you would be absolutely one hundred percent right to boycott and not purchase any of their shit mm. because they are actively doing something that is problematic. But. The guy who owns the fucking, or who's the president of the parent company, who doesn't have any real involvement in the company of its itself, if he's personally donating to things that you don't agree with, I think that's too much of a stretch to boycott. Is what I'm saying. Okay, Until so it becomes
1: an issue within that company, okay. Okay. So what about what about what about? I know this is off on a tangent, but sure. like restaurants, okay. Chick fil A is in alignment with uh Israel, the country. Okay. Like there there are companies that have been vocal about supporting yes, correct. one or the other, right? Right. And people are not down with that. And it's not so much that it's even the person that the the head of the table. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I went Roman Reigns there. Yeah. I uh, yeah. was the head of the table. But uh but people think of the brand Chick fil A and now they associate that with bad things. They're like, oh you're pro Israel then Fuck you! We're not hey, buying and, that shit. And again, We're boycotting. This is, this
0: is what's great about America: is we can choose to do whatever the hell we want. So if you feel that that not buying Golden Voice shit is effective,
3: it's at, not. Well, okay, well, even if, they, <laughs> yeah. but if it,
0: it, of course, it's not. Yeah. But if you feel that that's what you is your that's your truth, that's yeah. your right thing to do.
2: Yeah.
3: Then
0: you do it. I'm not trying to discourage you from doing that. I'm just saying if I'm looking at it from my perspective. Until the shit becomes an actual like with Chick Fil A, yeah they they go out and they fucking do all kinds of stuff or whatever, right? And they go anti everything. They're very right wing Christian-y,
1: or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. They're very they're closed on Sundays. I don't, dude. I've never bought shit from Chick Fil A. That's how much. I don't know, man. Like I I believe in integrity, mm-hmm. and yeah. like as as trivial as it might seem for me to fucking, you know have my march against fucking this this person if even if it is stupid and it's far removed from what golden voice is yeah it's still enough for me uh to not be down with it to boycott golden voice and yeah that's my fucking and that's 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 all that matters that's all that matters is if it's enough for you but i don't think it's fair
0: because to the to the organization of Golden Voice to just say, oh, I don't like Golden Voice because of this guy that's technically, yeah, connected, but not really involved. Oh, he did some donations over here. So I I don't fucking I don't like this company.
3: And eh, that's a little
0: bit of a stretch for me. Now, like you said, there are good people that work at Golden Voice. yeah it's true. I mean, and yeah, you don't have, uh you know, any ill will towards them. And you, but but. Golden Voice, the company, is answers
1: to the AEG board, right? Right. So, all right, okay. So, I have I I posit a question. Okay, posit me this question, please. And maybe I'll pose it in two different scenarios. So, in the scenario that this person is far removed from the company, but he still technically owns it, right? And if you were of the if you were a person of the LGBT community and you took money. You you were aware of this information. Okay. How, how would you feel about taking money from somebody that doesn't like your group of people?
0: Well, personally, that's a W because for me, at least, because like, let's say, okay, let's use kind of a ginger, right? Oh, shit. You know what? We, we've, I think we've had this conversation. I think we might have. But, but yeah, go ahead. Like, okay, for me, I'm a ginger, right? So if I was going to get hired by some company to do something and they hate fucking gingers, they're super vocal about it. They fucking hate us but they were going to offer me money to do something and it was, it was good money. I'd be like, Hey, that's a W right there. Cause man, you hate my kind so much, but yet you're here willing to pay me because I can bring you in the dollars. Right. Yeah. So to me, that's a, that's a moral victory and a fucking monetary victory for me, if I'm doing
1: that. So, so you don't feel, you wouldn't feel dirty about taking the money at all. Cause it's like now fuck. if they, okay. Now, cause it, if, if they just wanted like- to bring me in
0: to say, Hey, we need you to go out and say how we love gingers and all this stuff. Then I'd say, well, hold on now, because you don't really love gingers because you, you let your you let your truth be told. Mm-hmm. But if you want me to perform like if you want me to do a podcast on your if you want to buy one of our podcasts and put it on your network mm-hmm. and pay us. Sure. I'll, listen, I'll take the money. I don't give a fuck. That's money's money. All right. It doesn't matter who it came from covered in blood or otherwise. I'll fucking take it. Doesn't matter. As long as you're not going to then explore, if you're just going to do that to say, oh, well, look, we have a ginger guy here. Yeah, that's cool. As long as you're not making me go out and be pro ginger. And also, I'm probably going to talk shit about you the whole time as well. Because I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, these assholes don't like gingers. But guess what? Ah, they're paying me to fucking do a podcast. So
1: yeah, ah, get fucked. Yeah. So, you so know. Like, the next scenario. OK. OK. So what if somebody at the top of Golden Voice okay. had the same. Mm-hmm. Ideas right. or, or ideologies. And they were at the head of gold. So the degree of separation okay, so is a little bit closer. Yeah. Is it
3: a little bit closer. Let's use the same example.
0: OK. Here. All right. OK. If the CEO of some company that was the actual company. There's no parent company. It's just them. Came out and said he hates gingers. Gingers are the lowest scum of life on earth. Yeah. And he wants to eradicate yeah. them all. And then calls me up and says, Hey, Josh, we really like your podcast. And I go, Hey, you know I'm a ginger, right? And they go, Oh, yeah, yeah, we know. And I say, Okay, cool. What is all the shit you said about gingers? Oh, well, it, this was just for, you know, the lols, the cakes. It wasn't even for, you know, it was just for funsies. We were, we were just fucking around. Hmm. All right,
1: Be be disingenuous. Yeah, of course it would be. But I'd
0: say, well, why do you want to hire me then? I would have more questions because I could talk to the source. I could talk to the actual guy Mm -hmm. who made the comments and I could find out exactly what the fuck you meant by that. Yeah. And then I could say, okay, so you came out publicly and said all this horrible shit about gingers and you love National Kick of Ginger Day. You want to make it a monthly holiday or some shit (laughs) like, you know,
3: let's just say that's the case. So. If if you came, if
0: you came to me and then wanted to, wanted me to do, wanted to do business with me, mm. I would say, well, how much money are we talking about here? Because if you think that I'm going to come in and make you a bunch of money, then no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. But if you want to repair your image and you want to pay me to do that, cool, I'm not going to make you any money, but you can pay me money. I'll, I'll fucking, this will be a negative, uh, on the balance sheet paying yeah. me because I'm not going to fucking generate you any income. But I will take the money and I'll be like, yeah, sure. Now, granted, I'm not going to go out and say, hey, guys, uh, Billy Bob here. He loves fucking gingers. He was just kidding with what he said. He he would look at look at he's standing right next to me. We're in the same room together. He's patting me on the head. I'm a ginger. I'm his his ginger friend. Mm. He can he can call people gingers all the time because I'm his one ginger friend. No, that's I wouldn't be cool with that. That would be something I would not be down with. But that's a more extreme example than. The parent company CEO just donating to something that's again not directly saying that they're against lgbt it's people ma- it's masked it's, it's yes masked. it's masked yeah. but he's not out there holding fucking burning lowercase t's and fucking he's wearing smarter than that but he knows sure. the money
1: works dude but it's it's the degree of separate i mean i don't give a fuck what the de- degree of separation is if you stand for that mm. shit i ain't down with it
0: yeah i so. mean listen we're talking about getting money here though. So like I'm, I'm willing to do damn near almost anything to get some money. <laughs> so that's the, my morals are real loose when it comes to getting money. All right. But. Integrity, and, dude. It, it sure. It I matters. agree. Integrity matters, but I, again, depends how much money they're offering. I don't know. <laughs> Not that I would sell away my integrity. Cause again, there are caveats to that. I wouldn't come out and just be like, Oh look, they love gingers. Look at me. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't be dancing around for them. Like, uh, you know, dance <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be doing that. But if you wanted to, have our have one of our podcasts on your if joe rogan came out today and said oh man i hate fucking gingers they're real pieces of shit and then next week he called me up and said hey josh i understand you're a ginger that has a podcast i really fucked my image up and i really need to get some people on it like, would, <laughs> would you like to come on the podcast
1: as a ginger and talk about ginger things i well, might what if, what if he didn't even say that what if like he's like hey you know we, we're we're enjoying what you do your yeah comedic stylings and your content and you would think about the the timing of it. You are like, this is rather odd. I would I <laughs> would definitely
3: question that. And then I really might
0: say, hey, let sure. You know what, Joe Rogan? How about how about you come onto our podcast instead? And then that way, I can ask you that we can talk about this in in a in a, in a manner that's not hostile towards me. And then I can also have control of the content and put it out, even though because because uh, you are gonna I am gonna ask you some questions. You are not gonna want to answer, and you are gonna probably hang up on me. Yeah. So it, then I can put that out and say, well this person hung up when they asked the questions about why they didn't like gingers or why that, what they were doing or why they were trying to get us involved. It's like that Jonathan majors
1: guy that was playing a uh, Kang and Oh Marvel Universe. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so after he got, what, what was he, uh, he got arrested for, what was it? Domestic, kind violence. Of domestic violence. Yeah. It was his image is tarnished, but he went right. on good, good morning America to, to do yeah. his PR apology. And well, I did why, why you did all that shit. And, uh, yeah, that's what we would be doing with Joe Rogan.
0: Yeah. And really I would give them some opposite advice and I'd just say, "Hey, why don't you just lean into it? Just go full hill. You don't like gingers? Keep it up." And then you know what? Both we'll make money. Why don't I fucking sit here and I talk shit about you and say how you're such a piece of shit and I hate short Italian dudes and that have no hair and you know, we can we can fucking we can start a feud. And then you want to give back to me. Well, cool, you're going to be the bad guy, I'll be the good guy. I'll be the innocent ginger who was assaulted by 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 joe rogan or whoever Mm. and shit then we can both make some fucking money yeah and then you and then neither of us have to look like assholes and we can still kind of hate each other at the same time it'd be
1: great what if at the end of this all this dumb shit about ag and golden boys yeah that we still are able to go to their events or they paid us to do oh yeah it'd be fucking great great, great. I, I, i hope we get to that point maybe it's not gonna happen but i mean fuck well, I'm sure they've got somebody listening when
0: when because I, I tag those all those I tag them all and everything, and I'm sure they there's a guy whose job it is just to see all the shit they get tagged in and go listen to see what people are saying. Now, granted, I don't think he's going to listen to almost a two and a half hour fucking episode because we didn't even get this shit till the end. Yeah. So, doubt doubt they're going to sit through two hours of us talking about other shit. Maybe they will. Maybe they'll think it's funny and they'll enjoy us, and then maybe <laughs> we'll get a new fan out of it. So, guy who's working for AEG or Golden Voice or even Live Nation you know, shout out to you. Send us a DM on the, on the internet. And yeah, then we can, maybe we can talk and yeah, we'll you can, you mask can, your voice. I got voice modulators and you know, we
1: can fucking uh, change your name. Yeah. We can, maybe, it'll be fun. Maybe we can do an international or a national tour across the United States and do the podcast live in one of your, Oh yeah. in <laughs> one of venues. your many, in one of your many fine venues that you happen to own. Yeah. <laughs> it would be like Jane's on Bob do America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll be, it'll be, it'll it'll be it'll, the game rage. Do game America. rage does America.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah. So, yeah, back to your original uh, question. I, I don't. I don't. Uh, it's, it's very too, circumstantial. It's, it's, it's too. It's too far. It, it's circumstantial. It's too far. It's too far. But sure. it's circumstantial. Is whether or not I would say tell him to fuck off. So. Yeah. But, and then if you, if, if some guy said he hates fucking people with black hair or whatever, let's say, mm-hmm. and you he wanted to, he came to me and was like, oh, I'd love to get at him. And I, I would be like, I'd ask you what's up. And then I'd be like, if you told me to tell him to fuck off, I'm going to call this guy and tell him to fuck Matter of fact, I might let you do it if you wanted to do it. I'd be like, here, we tell this got to fuck off. Hey, everybody has, you. Everybody has a price, right? That's true. They do. But maybe, maybe he offers you your price. Uh, who
1: knows? Hey, if somebody, I'd give some serious consideration if somebody gave me nine figures. Oh, pfft.
0: You have to consider that
1: <laughs> you that that's that's potentially life changing money. Yeah, you'd have to consider it.
0: So, I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't
1: know how that <laughs> I don't know how this segment's going to go over. We'll see.
0: You know, because it's it started like two hours in. Yeah, I don't know. Lana Mac might not even listen to this. True, I know she listens to everything we do because she's a good she's a good person, but. Mm. She might even be like, all right, guys, two hours is just too much. I can't. I can't. I can't go with you. So
1: maybe maybe they'll miss all this. Who the fuck knows, dude? It's it's, at the root of it. It's all entertainment. It is. is. Hopefully we've uh, entertained you for the last two and a half hours. It's all for the kecks. And who else? Who else? Other than your typical
0: Joe Rogan or your big time fucking guy, who else is even putting in fucking two and a half hour episodes? Yeah, we got to leave him out. He's the anomaly. That's like his thing. But all the other fucking podcasts you listen to, oh, they'll be lucky if they could clear an hour. And we're
1: consistently. Oh man, putting that out. We're knocking it out of the park, man. Hitting some taters, some dingers. Oh yeah, man. Whatever fun, funny word you want to come up with for home <laughs> runs. Some some
0: fucking four base loogies. Four base loogies. Yeah. I just made that up. I don't think that's a real term, but right,
1: now on. it is. Now it is. Now it is. Now, now right. it is. Let's let's end this episode
0: before we get canceled. Before we get, I get canceled.
1: <laughs> If anything, hey, we're gonna
0: be hey, martyrs you gotta be somebody in order to get cancelled All right? we're gonna be we're martyrs. gonna be heroes we're gonna yeah. be heroes <laughs> we're gonna be what is it the hero the, we're the hero that uh everybody
1: everybody wanted but not the one they deserve right now <laughs> <laughs> I like this word all right so it's not necessarily one I don't know but word of the daytime people yeah I want to share so we're gonna do a word I just like the sound of it I like i like it OK, and it's uh, let, me see, let me get the official dictionary dot com definition and then we can use it in a sentence. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. To get to the definition. yeah, yeah. yeah uh, to So wait, are there examples? They have examples. OK, how it's used in a sense. All right, cool. Uh, so the word of the day. For the music podcast is going to be mellifluous. Mellifluous,
0: yeah, you know what's funny. I had in my head superfluous, that was superfluous. the word I thought you were okay. gonna come up I was like, Man, I like the way that
1: sounds. Mellifluous, it just kind of rolls it's, off. It's, the it's time, got, yeah, you do the L shape in your mouth, mellifluous, and then melifluous. you get the hard F sound, the high, yeah. hard consonant sound. Uh, so mellifluous is an adjective, okay, and it is described as sweetly or smoothly flowing, sweet sounding. Second definition, flowing with honey, sweetened with or, or as if with honey. So in the context of the in music, it's that it's it's the, the sound is sweet on the ears. Yeah. So some of some sentences, for example, how it's used. In or out of uniform, his motion is languid. His voice relaxed and mellifluous. His movements deliberate confident what the fuck this is a weird ass <laughs> but second one okay by the time she had taken in so much as this the mellifluous young man had perceived and addressed himself to her brother uh man, where's the music examples
0: uh they probably are not on there oh here Maybe we go it- no no
1: change sureless dreams and braving trumpets to mellifluous flutes so it's it's an adjective for yeah it's not no go ahead yeah we well, were you gonna come well up
0: with... yeah i need to look up i need to look up a, a word to what, maybe make this sentence work what are you gonna what, what do you got uh well i in the phrase i also wanted to use alliteration because i i just you know me i'm a sucker for fucking alliteration all right, all right. but In the in the in the vein of the dusty roads that we've been going on. Oh, here we go. I was I was gonna do a a a one sentence promo, like not a promo, but just you know, just just a a a one sentence monologue. Yeah, one sentence monologue. But I can't find.
1: Oh, baby, you know, (laughs) you know this voice is (laughs) mellifluous. This son of a pump.
3: So everybody out there who loves to listen to the game rage, we tell you, you said to me, Big Dusty, why don't you go ahead and put those mellifluous mandates in my head that I need to go out and listen to the game rage music show or all gas, no trash, whatever the hell these boys are calling it these days. And as we say where I'm from, I may be the son of a plumber, but anybody out there who does not listen to Game Rage, you are a real son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, she is.
2: <laughs> uh, so
0: I used the word mandate instead of I was going to I was going to say something about like drip those mellifluous words into my into my ear. But I I, I went with mandate because that's that was alliterative. But anyways, go ahead. Yeah. It was a little longer than one sentence, but
1: I, I it, it flowed. Mine. Oh, you did? Oh, that's right. All yeah, right. Mine, mine was uh Shit, I already lost it. it. was the trumpets, right, yeah, yeah, there it was the, right. this mellifluous voice, dusty Rhodes, the son of a plumber, oh, you love to hear it. It's game rage, you love it, baby, <laughs> it's all gash, no trash show, it's all about music, you love it you
3: love that mellifluous music you son of a bitch <laughs> now go on out and give yourselves a ball tug and get on out and listen to this episode <laughs> two and a half hours goddamn
1: dude i hope i hope we're somewhat close to sounding
0: Oh uh, we probably sound like, nothing uh, like it's
1: it. probably fucking weird. it's
0: probably horrible <laughs> it's probably the worst dusty Rhodes impression anybody's ever
1: heard all right give me a sense with mellifluous in the in the in the cat williams
2: all right right.
0: now now shannon you sit here and you
3: say all these mellifluous things about steve harvey but you got nothing mellifluous to say about cat williams what the fuck is up with that
1: (laughs) (laughs) i I think i told you before but it sounds like uh, it's it's like slow it's like pitching pinching your nose uh, to get the high-pitched sound. It's like a high-pitched Morgan Freeman. Yeah, it's like a slower, it's like a little slower uh, high-pitched Morgan Freeman, I guess. The odd thing is, the guy's from Dayton, I think Dayton, Ohio, so how did he get that accent? Well, well remember I mean, he moved down to Florida when he was like 13 or something, right? Yeah, but that Southern drawl, like, they got that down there in Florida? Because he was in Miami. I mean, no, that's true. I don't
0: know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't
1: know. Those are questions you're going to have to ask yourself after you listen to
0: Uh, yeah after you get done listening to this episode so anyways all right well that was it so thank you all for listening for the last uh two hours and 29 minutes which the uh outro bumper will definitely put us over two and a half hours so that's fucking good uh give your balls a tug uh follow us on all the bullshit you know what to do um if you like this episode send me a dm and uh fuck if you send me a dm we'll interview you i don't give a fuck just send me a dm we'll fucking put you on the without censor podcast or any other podcasts. So hit us up. And, uh, with that, everybody have a great week. That was the game rage music show. Thanks for listening.